0: What is up, Gypsy gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast and uh, been a little bit swamped lately. We've been kind of recording them more than we can actually put them out. Uh, so a ton of content on the way. Uh, we've all probably still hung over from Melbourne Supercross, to be honest. Um, but yeah, back on deck, back in the studio, been recording a bunch of these. Uh, so hopefully over the Christmas, sort of Christmas, New New Year, patch, we will be releasing a bunch of really rad content. Uh, the first podcast we are going to release of said bunch is with very, very funny dude, Lewis Spears. Uh, I... Lewis Spears is the other half of the Luke and Lewis podcast. So we've had Luke Kidgel on the podcast before, uh, and wanted to get Lewis on. Uh, he's a fantastic comedian, a super good dude. And it was the same as the podcast with Luke. We'd actually never met before we did the podcast. Um, and so I guess I had like my ideas of what he would be like. Um, but he was different than how I thought he'd be a very deep-thinking guy. Super mellow. If you know his comedy, it's very, like, pushing every boundary it can, um, and you'd kind of expect that to be the way that he is in person. But Lewis is just a super mellow dude, very funny guy, very thoughtful, uh, and I enjoyed the conversation um, and looking forward to uh, getting him and Luke on together at some point. Um, Our sponsors for this show... Are the legends at Crick's Tweed. Uh, if anybody has been following my social media, you would, uh, not my social media, I guess the Gypsy Tales podcast social media, you would notice I've been flexing a new Triton. Um, we have just done a deal with these guys uh, and basically uh, this Triton is just going to help us bring you guys more content. I'm going to be taking it to all of the races I will be contending next year. Um, and it was just really cool that the guys at Crix uh, wanted to invest in to motocross and invest into our sport. Obviously a truck is uh, a very, very handy thing to, uh, to have when you are riding bikes. Um, so I'm stoked. I've uh, just, I guess, switched from van life to, uh, to the Triton and I'm really, really enjoying it, uh, to be honest. Uh, so massive thank you to Kyle and the team at Crix. You can head to Cricks.com.au or just give them a call, ask for Kyle, uh, and he will sort you out with a new Triton. We've got some cool stuff coming with them in 2020. Uh, also want to give a shout out to the legends at CMBT Combat Nutrition. You can go to CMBT.com.au. I am just now getting back into training. I pretty much had to have six weeks off with the whole uh, Auckland Supercross, the Townley tour, and then everything involved with the two Melbourne trips back to back right after that. So I'm back into training. My body absolutely hates me. It's been ridiculously hot uh, up here on the Gold Coast, and I have basically been relying on their Octane formula uh, while I train, I find it way easier to drink the correct amount. I try and drink two liters of water per training session. Um, so two liters in an hour can be kind of hard to drink if it's just plain water. Um, but I've definitely noticed that just, I guess the, like the actual act of drinking, um, that much water can be like sort of hard to, to get down. But, uh, once I chuck in my sachet of octane, um, yeah, it's really easy to get down. I feel really good during, and uh, I just make sure I finish that one off and then I'll uh, smack up a bit of their protein uh, after that as well. So I've been really enjoying it. It's uh, the whole supplement thing, something I really neglected for a long time. Um, So yeah, cmbt.com.au and get on there. And also congratulations to Alex Volkanovsky who won the UFC title. He is a combat team member. Um so I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna claim from now on that he's my teammate. Uh also just a quick shout out to Nobby Underwear. You can add to Nobby.com, the guys at Rival Inc. www.rivalincdesignco.com using the code gypsy Tales or gypsy gang to get you fifteen percent off. Um but yeah, that's it. Um Also, the guys at MX Store, so you can head to www.mxstore.com.au, and if you've got any last-minute Christmas stuff, they have their crazy shipping, Uh, so use their calculator and see if you can get it in time, or head into their new uh, Burley Warehouse uh, showroom. That's it for the ads. Thank you very much to everybody uh, for listening. Thank you to Lewis for coming in and hanging out. It was really, really rad to sit down and have uh, such a good chat with such a great guy. And you can also go to LewisSpears.com/watch. He mentions it at the end of the show, um, but you can download his special. Uh, it's just five dollars. He's also done a code, uh, a code word as well for that. So listen out for that at the end of the show. I have not listened to it all the way through yet, but I will be. Um, I will be downloading that and giving it a listen and supporting a great Australian comedian and a great dude. Thanks for listening, everybody. Lewis Spears, you may know him from Spearhead Sundays or PewDiePie, just uh-huh. depending on your YouTube uh, habits. Uh, mm-hmm. welcome, to the, uh, welcome to the podcast, bro. I'm stoked that you're here.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to be here. This is the most professional setup I've ever seen in my life. I record my shit out of a warehouse surrounded by brothels, so this is a big step up for me.
0: Is it, what kind of brothels are we talking though?
1: Oh, like almost definitely sex trafficking brothels. Like, I don't know how legal they are. There's so, like, I'm I'm in, there's literally six. Really? I'm surrounded, yeah.
0: Have you ever been in to just see what exactly we're dealing oh, with?
1: I've Googled them all, okay? So we've got like three standard ones. We've got uh, one that has like no information. Don't know if it's still active. My favorite one, right, that I found on Google it, if you went on the website and it didn't say in text brothel, you would have no idea that it's a brothel because really? I've got five rooms. One of them's a doctor's office, the other one's a dentist's chair, except, <laughs> except the chair straps in your arms and your legs. And everything. Wow. It's like a hectic BDSM sex dungeon. <laughs> oh. I think it's for very stressed warehouse workers, that one. Or
0: super fucking rich, coked up, yeah. like, Melbourne developers or something like that.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, that's the only time they would go anywhere near a warehouse district. you probably it's see, to like, to fucking
0: Dentleys and Ferraris yeah. and shit rolling in there on the low.
1: You know what made me really sad? One, I walk past it every day because um, I'm a frequent, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I walk past it every day going home, and uh, I was expecting like people at work at brothels to just be rich because yeah. why else would you do it if it wasn't for stacks of money? But then I just, I just like walked past and I just saw like this Prius come out driven by a woman, and I was like, ah. She's not making enough to do that. To work as a dentist,
0: dude. I knew this. Uh, I knew this stripper when I lived in LA, and yeah. she used to make candles on the side. <laughs> Fuck. And I'm just like, fuck, like yeah. stripping kinda sucks. I'm if sure you, yeah. making candles kinda sucks.
1: If you strip and have a side hustle, maybe <laughs> maybe it's not for you. You know? Unless she incorporated the candles into her act.
0: Yeah, maybe that's like a part of the thing. On some
1: barley type shit.
0: Fuck man. Strippers are fun. We Yeah. <laughs> my brother took uh my brother took one of our mates to the, the mm. strippers the other night and yeah. and just like paid for weird shit to happen like they sort of paid for the lap dance but it was let's make it a weird lap dance, like, but, not a yeah. sexy, fun one. Yeah. So then, like, they took off a belt, and they were, cha- they were like, making him run around and bark like a dog.
2: <laughs> and That's then they
0: were, good. They were whipping him with a belt.
1: Yeah, and he was probably going, I wasn't actually into it. I wasn't into it. It, it. it was just for the joke, but oh, then you look fuck. down, and he's got the biggest heart on you've ever <laughs> seen.
0: Oh, they're fucking good times, are they? are all rippers. <laughs> they're all cool rippers for a reason. Yeah. Nah, the, um, yeah, the fucking the whole uh the whole themed rooms thing we had a, mm. a chick on the podcast the other day she's yeah. a professional MMA fighter yeah and uh they stayed her and her partner stayed in Japan mm. for a um for a, like a big jujitsu tournament yeah and uh so she booked this hotel she was like oh it's really cool it's like this themed room yeah and it was like a, a firefighter themed deal and um, cool. so then anyway So no aircon Just super hot. It's super hot. Yeah. But yeah, so then she, uh, what did she say? She gets, they had like this huge tub. So it was like a big bed, rotating bed, fire Mm. pole, like all fire, like fire department themed room. And then this massive bathtub. So she's (laughs) like, fuck you, I'm getting in the bathtub. She turned on the TV, every channel was porn. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. And That's then, good.
0: Yeah, then she's like, she didn't realise that in Japan, yeah, they're weird as fuck. Oh yeah, S- like super weird. Because it- they,
1: you know why? Because they censor their porn. Yeah, oppressive. You can't see any dick or any vagina. You can only see tits and or, men's nipples.
0: Or just playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. Do we just play to the stereotype of Asian men and say they censor it? Because they have they're tiny a bit penises They're embarrassed Yeah And they're like Oh cannot show Not allowed Well we wouldn't We wouldn't
1: really know Really there's no evidence Because it's all censored all Maybe censored. all the men Have tiny penises And all the women Have humongous clits <laughs> You wouldn't know Can you imagine
0: Being outsized <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be very intimidating. Although, you know what, if 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 you live there and all of your porn was censored, you've never seen a vagina in your life, right? Because they don't have real sex, they just like read Japanese manga. <laughs> fucking hentai stuff and then watch censored porn I would be so into tentacles that's the closest you can get to a cock
0: oh 100% and it's they love seafood
1: yeah there you go (laughs) huge market best of both worlds
0: it's funny like when when you talk about the whole oppression thing with um, because it's a super oppressive culture yes and it's just weird as fuck like you can buy underwear from vending machines
1: yeah it's like work yourself to death and never make eye contact with a woman no never that's their culture pleasure
0: is the worst thing that you could actually be a part of. But then it breeds, Mm. like, the the weirdest subcultures, man. Like, the weirdest, like, uh, brothel culture, prostitution culture. Then you've got, like, anime, Mm -hmm. like, porn. All the, just the weirdest, like, they're just going, like, oh, we can't have real sex? We're just going to make up the weirdest fucking shit we can then. that Like, kind of, it's like loopholes to porn, if that makes sense.
1: it's. I remember I watched a documentary about... About like was it young men, hub? just oh, yeah, it was Pornhub. But <laughs> after that, I watched a documentary about like young men and and just how they're just not having sex at all, and they don't even want girlfriends. They're just what? not interested in women at all. This it's a huge problem there mm. because no one's having kids, so that population's getting super old, and there's no one to replace them. Because for some reason, men are just not interested in it, and they follow this one guy around who just who just liked. A hentai. He didn't even like real porn. Is that
0: the anime porn? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he, he was, you know, he took him to like a hentai store and he was explaining. He's like, Yeah, you know, why would I want a real woman who's like dirty and uh and smells <laughs> when look at this, look how clean and nice this is. And like that was just like wow, they really think sex and pleasure is something to be that ashamed yeah. of that they've just associated women with like with yuck and that's gross and that's shameful. So I'll just you know, do cartoons.
0: Yeah, it's. I'll just fucking, come on
1: paper instead.
0: That is like deep, really. Mm. Like there's a some deep shit going, and that's not yeah. like a new thing. That's nah. go, that's like, that's like a generational oh, yeah. consequence, eh? Yeah. Fuck, that's weird, isn't it? Can you imagine that living in a world of like? Not. I mean, they're probably. Sh- yeah, I
1: can. It'd be so much simpler. I was gonna and say no drama. They're, they're probably smart in yeah, some regards, no apart dates.
0: from the sex bit.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. If I live there, I wouldn't be stressing about what the fuck I'm gonna get for Christmas for all the women in my life. You know. <laughs> now I'm a, stressed, dads. I don't know what they want. I'm gonna <laughs> get the wrong thing. If if the only women in my life were 2D, I don't have to get them anything.
0: That's very true. No worries. God forbid you switch the names too, yeah. and it's like the full mumbo number five situation. You're I like, oh, Jessica and Rita. The- Fucking opposite things.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. going to Japan. I never want to look at a pussy again,
0: <laughs> dude. I, I we had a weird. Uh, I said this the other day too yeah. on the podcast, but we were there with like this super famous Japanese band, yeah and then we got to this nightclub. Mm. And uh, sorry for people that are going to listen to the story twice, but it's yeah. just super fucking relevant. Um, we we got to this thing with these like they're the biggest rock band in Japan, yeah. and we were there filming their support band which was a US band yeah so then anyway we get to this thing clubs completely empty so we're by ourselves in this fucking pimping club in Shibuya Tokyo yeah and uh, so then we're like all right, well we'll just DJ so we're like DJing ourselves and like fucking around and then the
1: whole population of the club split into two halves (laughs) men dancing by themselves there was like
0: barely any girls though yeah like no one's really in there except for like the crew of the the bands like bands and crew then all of a sudden busload of women all hookers really it was the weirdest thing and it took me like a paid for by who the this dude that was like sings in the the singer of the band one okay rock is the, ba- the they're the like Japanese yeah, band yeah the Japanese dude just like yeah. we
1: need a busload of hookers
0: yeah yeah
1: that's gotta be the most baller shit ever oh, Rick Ross hasn't even done that no
0: dude you got no idea like th- it was in a fuck the concert was in an aeroplane hangar yeah and there was 50,000 motherfuckers jammed yeah. into no seats no, it was just an 50,000 people 50,000 people how many hookers uh I don't know, a like 40? 40 times In the three holes. In it's the not club. enough. Not enough. To There's going to be a real. lot of sharing going on. <laughs> but as they say, sharing is caring. <laughs> That's true. That's but yeah, true. it was just the weirdest fucking deal. But this dude, his parents are like the Brad and Angelina Jolie of Japan right that yeah, famous yeah like okay. everywhere we went there was like security and there yeah. was fucking like crowds out front of the hotels the whole thing like it was a super weird experience but like they've got for people that haven't been to Japan they've got cafes where you can go and pat kittens yeah they've got cafes and where then where afterwards you can, they cook them <laughs> and then you can eat them yeah <laughs> then they've got cafes where you can just Plain old sit down and get a hug from a stranger.
1: Yeah, those, I've seen them. Weird. They're strange. You can hire people to attend your funeral or wedding to pretend to be, like, walk you down the aisle type shit. Wow. If you've been excluded from your family for not becoming a doctor or whatever.
0: Can you imagine standing, like, being so good at acting that you mm. can stand at a stra- stranger's funeral and cry? Yeah. Like, look mortified.
1: And that's, like, your third wedding today.
0: And then you leave and then you call like yeah. someone that's in the Sculler same field raid. get those tears back in <laughs> the electrolytes back yeah. up you leave and you call like a homie that does the same thing yeah. and then they're like i wish i recorded that like that was a really good one yeah. like i'm very 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 proud
1: yeah true of how that went cuz i can relate to that man sometimes you do a gig i'm a stand up yeah. comedian yeah. sometimes you'll just do like the best gig of all time crowd work that will never happen again yeah. just absolutely killed it and you're like man i'm the best comedian ever and no one will ever find other than those like hundred people Yeah. so that I now I film every single one of my shows for that reason
0: <laughs> so you can just be like hey this is how good I am
1: yeah yeah I mean obviously that doesn't happen every gig <laughs> you know but sometimes there's some stuff like when you get off stage and you're like man why the fuck did I film that what a waste of money and time why did I even perform tonight it's great cra- that's it's- getting rarer and rarer these days which is good
0: well it's crazy because uh, I went and watched Isaac on yep. Saturday night mm. and it by his accounts it wasn't a show that he was like super stoked on in comparison to some of the other stuff and Mm. me like as someone that had no point of reference yeah, I was like that was fucking awesome but there's obviously just levels to like you said the crowd work and the interaction and the overall vibe in a room
1: sometimes it can it can just be like the energy of the crowd like I Mm. often find I've done I've done uh, I'm on my I just finished my fifth tour of Australia and like Pretty consistently, Brisbane is fucking insane. Like really Really? good. Just the energy of the crowd—they're excited. There's nothing else to do. Well, yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just—it's just like there's something about casual racism that makes a really good audience. (laughs) I love (laughs) Brisbane. It's like my favourite city to perform in. I think I'm gonna shoot my special next year in Brisbane for sure. Yeah, because they're just like. I don't know there's something in the water there that just makes them so much more happy to like be vocal yeah like they're happy to laugh because sometimes you'll do you'll do uh, crowds in um, like Melbourne it happens sometimes where they're they're there and they're enjoying it but but they don't laugh because they're feeling a little bit self-conscious or they're worried about getting in trouble because they're, doing or a bit they're like around stuff, other people stuff. yeah yeah stuff like that so it's it's kind of it's very interesting how how different the exact same show can be yeah depending on the crowd or what happened that day or my, my energy or yeah there's so many
0: different variables well, it was funny. I lived in LA. I lived mm. basically well, 100 metres from the comedy store.
1: That's great.
0: And I found myself after a while yeah. judging the acts. Yes. Like I was, a, was like a movie critic. Yeah. I essentially became mm. a comedy critic in a sense yeah. because I was seeing so many shows. Yes. So I think there's an element... Of that as well Seeing too much to of wear. it Changes your brain mm. Now
1: often Because I do it And I see it like Every day Yeah I Even if it's some of the best stuff I've ever seen I won't laugh And my brain will go Wow That's a funny Well written joke yep. Incredible And yep. I don't laugh uh so sometimes you have to turn it off i imagine it's the same for like someone who studied film when they go to a movie that's what i'm like and they're like man they're using the the lower angle shot to imply power so he's the bad guy and it's like fuck turn it off i just want to watch the movie
0: i do that with porn
1: yeah (laughs) it's like (laughs) if it's
0: bad shot porn i'm out yeah i'm just like bro i know what you're using here yeah it's fucking nothing uh we've got to get let's get some softer lenses let's get some softer light yeah let's Let's you know use your rule of thumb. I want to see that
1: 4K rim.
0: (laughs) I want to see the squirt in slower, (laughs) (laughs) slow motion. Impossible. The frame
1: rate's wrong. Change the ISO.
0: you've got lights flickering. Like fucking. What are you doing? Mm. No. But I think that is that is a real thing. Yeah, definitely. You start to become. And I found even with Isaac the other night, I was guessing Mm punchlines. I could see in my head. I was like i would go here yeah and then you'd so you you're not really enjoying the rest of the joke yeah as much as you're just waiting for the payoff yeah to see then if you're, you're like, right you're or like yes yeah, sweet yeah. like so it's a i don't know i feel it's like the type of people that you could even get into the crowd crea- like you, yeah. that you've got in the crowd as well yeah definitely. and i'm sure uh in places like melbourne where there's more it would there be like a thicker comedy scene in Melbourne? Do you yeah, think? there's
1: just like in Melbourne is it's like there's a, as much comedy as you can handle in Melbourne. Yeah, we got the Melbourne Comedy Festival. You, you, it would be impossible for you to see this, all of the shows in the festival from like March to the end of April. There are I wow, think, it
0: goes for that long. Yeah, it's like it's. I thought a it was whole, like
1: just a weekend. No, it's a whole month. Get fucked. So That's I'll be annoying. doing the the comedy festival. Quick plug, uh, and plug away, mate. Uh, I'm doing 23 shows. Wow, at the festival, yeah, four weeks in a Jesus. row, taking Mondays off. I think, but every other night.
0: How does so? What's the setup of that festival? Um, well, how, how do you mean? Like because they they film it all, right? Or do okay. they don't film you know so, what I mean? So, Cuz okay. I thought it was like a weekend and then nah, they put this it is on TV. That's what everyone thinks. So yeah.
1: everybody thinks that the Melbourne Comedy Festival is like Coachella or yeah, whatever. Yeah, see where, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, where it's like they they pick and they pay the best bands or the best comedians in the world to come to Coachella. It's fucking not, right? If you pay the $500 registration fee, you're in the festival. That's how it works. You could log on right now. I think December registrations might a, might still be open. If you pay five hundred bucks and you have never done stand up comedy in the world, if you can find a venue, you're in the festival. They'll put you in the guide, and then they'll keep your money.
0: Has anyone ever trolled the fuck out of the Melbourne Comedy Festival?
1: Honestly, I don't think it would be possible because they have like five, six hundred shows. So if you paid your money and were like, "Ah, oh, mine's a fake show," they're like, "We no don't care." No one notice. We They'd be like, "Ah, oh, well." Yeah, we've got your money, so who really got trolled, idiot?
0: (laughs) I wonder if there's something... Surely there's something just bizarre that you could do there that would like get attention.
1: i don't know i've i've like i do a lot of that type of stuff it hasn't crossed my mind just yet um <laughs> but yeah i think i don't think you would be trolling the festival you might just be fucking with the people who come to your show uh, which would true. just be a bad investment really
0: yeah. like ah uh,
1: thanks for paying 30 dollars to my show i'm now going to spit on you for an hour but i'm I a troll gotcha like,
0: i wonder if there's something funny you could do Probably a show. But it would be yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. But I just wonder if there's people that do like weird shit at that
1: There are lots of different types of shows. Like it's not all stand up. There's some some people do like sketch and some people barely even do comedy. They'll do like cabaret or yeah um, or whatever, stuff like that. So it's it, it really is like not an achievement to be in the festival it's a it's a transaction
0: wow i did not know that at all
1: selling tickets to your show that's an achievement because yeah you're, like last year i'm pretty sure there were more than 500 shows in the in the month all doing like at minimum 12 usually to 23 nights in a row so it's the most competition you'll ever experience in australia yeah for that whole month i
0: was gonna say that must be like a stressful month for you to just be on the ball trying mm. to get Pete. Like, that's a hustle, dude. Like, you are yeah, constantly is. hustling.
1: Yeah, it's because well it's like it's the constant hustle because one you're performing every night that's fucking hard enough meeting everybody after the show like being on stage and yelling horrible jokes for an hour that takes so much energy out of me but then like meeting everyone after the show like yeah. 100, 100 to 200 people every night and and, and maintaining positive energy because mm. obviously they're the people who support you and, and like obviously I love it but fuck it's exhausting mm. like just getting hit with that much emotional energy because you've got You got to make sure you give enough time to every single person, and you give them the best experience possible. Because the the last thing I would ever want to do is like do the show, get off stage, and be like, "Yep, photo, yep, photo, yep," and just like be a robot. I try to really appreciate the people who support me because, like, without them, you're nothing. So it's it is exhausting, and then. Uh, that's just the performance side adding in like marketing the show and yeah uh, and writing the show and, and making sure it's all on point that it's it's a hectic month
0: yeah and the thing with the like the crowd sort of or the fan engagement side of it too mm. is especially when you do a podcast yeah there is so fucking much that people know about you yeah. and everybody and I. Th- it's one of the most fun things yeah ever, like when i have people that i will meet mm. they just know really cool shit
1: and you forget that you even said that you know oh, 100%, people yeah. will be like how's your cousin sarah and i'll be like how the fuck do you know that she exists <laughs> Who's that you're like oh you said it yesterday i'm like because whenever i do my podcast like solo just yelling yeah. into the mic whatever i can say the minute it leaves my mouth it's gone, gone. from my brain i deleted it it's out there <laughs> yeah so that that'll that'll you know have you know awkward conversations in real life that people know things i don't know that i've told or it'll just get me canceled on twitter
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's weird though like yeah. the the level that people know so it's like it's cool it, it is really cool but it's requires a different kind of energy yes because it's not it's never i would assume that just being a straight-up comedian mm. that doesn't do a podcast which is pretty rare these days yeah. anyway but it's like they're not gonna have the detail about
1: they won't have you. that that connection all all they will have is that, that hour was funny was funny yeah uh and i'll never see you again probably i mm. might come back in 365 days if i remember your name like yep. that's like a lot of the time you when you do the comedy festival like really i'm giving shit out for free all year all my comedy all my videos all my podcasts clips of my stand up all for free to 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 hopefully when it comes To the time for me to do your city you'll show up Mm. and and give back for all of the stuff that that you've put out it's essentially that it's it's so uh frustrating seeing comedians not do that like do nothing all year and then the week before the festival starts they're like all right now i'll start promoting Mm. it's like bro 300 days too late yeah you needed to start January
0: last year do they complain when people don't come to their shows
1: yeah but like people sometimes the, the the only advertising that a comedian will do is just two hours before their show flyering in the street giving them to strangers like please come and it's like
0: what are you doing yeah and then surely and like, there oh, can't be many of those people left, right? I
1: would say that is about ninety-five uh, percent get of fired. the industry. the The people like you know myself, Luke Hidgel, Isaac Frenchie, uh, Alex dude's Williamson, killing it. All the all the people, Neil Cole, doing stuff online. We are the the only ones. There's less than ten of us still.
0: So me and Luke kind of got into this a little bit of yeah. the like the there's like different routes that you can take to get to comedy and different goals that yeah. you can have to, I want to be a TV dude like mm-hmm. Husey or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then that will be what sells my tickets at the yes. comedy festivals. Yeah. And then there's this new wave, which mm-hmm. is the underground kind yourself. of, yeah, the internet yeah. wave of mm. comedy, which like I was saying before we started this, that's what I watched. Yeah. When I was in America, mm. I, the first, you know, the Theo Vons and then I was... I mean, yeah. Crystal D'Elia was obviously pretty established, but I think I started... But he
1: wasn't as big as he is no, now. No, like
0: I saw him the yeah. first time. The first time I saw him at the Comedy Store, that was the hardest I've ever laughed at anybody great. ever. He was fucking yeah. unbelievable. Mm. And that was before he started his podcast. And yeah. you just see like the... Yeah the engagement and the the way same with Brennan Shaw like yep. all of those dudes it's mm. the fucking way that they hustled and realistically invented invented but that, that was what led the way for I feel like what all you guys are doing now is you like what,
1: it's kind of interesting it, it almost started uh, at the same time independently of each other like I started in twenty twelve doing the online thing and I started stand up twenty thirteen, I think, when I was nineteen. So
0: what was your online thing before uh, stand up?
1: Just kind of just kind of fell in I always always wanted to do stand up. Like since I was twelve, I wanted to be a comedian. And then I just kind of fell into like trolling and fucking around and being funny online and i I did videos and i had facebook pages and i was just just messing around trying to make my friends laugh and and entertain myself essentially and it took me like i reckon eight months before i realized oh hang on this is comedy Mm. this isn't just me having fun like it's fun but it's also comedy i could turn this into stand-up yeah and that's when i kind of started taking it more seriously and started uploading to youtube properly and Started like doing, like, I'm Lewis Spears and I'm a stand up comedian and I do shows. And then I started gigging like, you know, five nights a week and trying to be good. It was, I was in a weird position where I had an online audience before I had any kind of stand up skill, Mm. but I always wanted to be a stand up comedian. So I got to this point where I was like, okay, well, I have these people that would come see me, but if they saw me tomorrow, they would never come back because I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. So I started stand up. I didn't tell anyone, didn't tell any fans. And I just started hustling, performing five nights a week because I, I just set the goal in my mind. I was like, next year, I'm doing the comedy festival. I'm doing a whole hour and I know I'm going to sell tickets.
0: That's a lofty goal. So I better be
1: good. Yeah. Uh, and I got there and uh, that the first show went well. I made a little bit of money um, and then I used that money to do a national tour. Yeah. And, right. it went, and it went well. And then I've just been doing that every single year for the last six.
0: That's fucking crazy, eh? Yeah, it's, 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 it's cool. It speaks volumes to what's possible with just your own creativity and the use of the internet.
1: Oh, for sure. You, if because you, if you, you can build Google it they'll come.
0: you can Google anything. Yep. Like, if you, like, right now, I'm saying I'm building that database. Yeah. Uh, I knew Jack Dick about that yeah. one week ago, and I've now built a database all there from typing shit into mm-hmm. Google. And it's, and but that's how I learned video editing. That's how I've learned. Yeah everything that i've done in my quote unquote career yeah and it's like the resources are there if you're the kind of person that wants to actually attack that thing absolutely and just fucking do it
1: yeah the the, the only thing is no one will ever hold your hand and and be like hey you haven't been learning you should you just have to yeah. just be relentless with it because you know it's e- it's either this and you keep working if i stopped in a year, I'd run out of money, and no one would ever see me again. Mm. and and that's the reality of it. There's no one employing me, there's no one making sure I keep doing stuff. It's all, it's all me and the connection I have with the audience that I've built. so like yeah. it's like a trust thing. you know I give them shit for free, and then once a year, they grab a ticket and I give them like the best show yeah. uh, that I've ever done, yeah. and then it just keeps on rolling and, and hopefully you know it's been happening that they're getting bigger and i'm getting better obviously with more experience so they keep coming back it's like a it's just a you you be funny i'll buy a ticket it's simple that's it
0: it's funny man i've been thinking a lot about the whole uh equation or the i don't know like just the relationship between putting yourself out there with content and mm-hmm. then the people that listen and then those people then form a group which is called your audience Yeah, and it's just cause I've only been doing this two years mm. and it's still weird and i still struggle to wrap my head around i actually talked to luke quite a bit because he's really the only dude i know yeah that has kind of gone through it even though yeah. he's younger and obviously now with with yourself mm. but it, it is it's an interesting weird dynamic that yeah. i don't know that i've fully got my head around like when did you start having those sort of because i feel like you guys are pretty down the line when it comes to yeah. um the way that you work with your audience and I don't know. You feel comfortable with it? I'm I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, I, I do now. I think it was quite strange. I th- I th- I don't think I properly grasped it until like maybe like five people in the street coming up and asking for photos and and not not even for photos, but just telling me mm. like what they what they liked. Like I loved this video. I loved this show. This joke you did, I still think about. Mm. I don't think it really felt real. Cause you know, comments and numbers on a screen are just That's
0: exactly right.
1: There's such a disconnect between that. It's like, yeah, yeah, cool. I got that many views and this many comments, but they're not it's not real. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't I didn't properly understand it. Like I would get I did one video that got a million views and I was just like, cool that's a lot of people great and i felt cool about that for you know a a day or two Mm. but i remember the first time someone came up to me in the street i still remember it i was in i was chadston shopping center and someone's like oh lewis and i thought it was a friend i was like yeah i didn't know who the fuck it was i just assumed that i'd met them and he goes man i love your stuff when are you gonna do a show and i was like holy shit that's so cool i thought about that for, for weeks i was like man that's real. That's mm. a that's a human being. Because mm-hmm. it's like one thing to see someone you know. It's another thing to be like, I have to talk to him. That's how much I like him. Yeah. Because I, you know, you see sometimes you'll see you'll see famous people pretty often here and yep. there like once a month I'll see some guy from Master Chef. I'm like oh that's that guy <laughs> don't give a fuck about him just keep on walking <laughs> I'm sure that happens all the time to me oh that's that really tall guy that <laughs> does stand up don't give a fuck about him but every now and then if you like the person enough you'll be like man I just have to yeah. talk to him and I think that's special that's yeah. when I really when it really hit me I was like man that and and doing my first shows, show and, yeah. and having people pay money of their own to show up and enjoying it yeah. That, that got me like just stepping on stage and be like wow look at all these people I have no idea who they are but yeah. they know me that's fucking cool
0: yeah it's a it is a, a trip to to think about it and I, yeah. I think for me one of the things is that there's so much like positivity that I will I'll try to always be positive on the yeah. show like I'll kind of pull the piss out of stuff yeah but it's always I try and be positive everything yeah. I do is like I don't I never want to rip people down I never mm. want to I just, I want it to be a, a platform that is good. A yeah. better byproduct of that is it is good. Yes. And then people were like, this is fucking great. This yeah. helped me with this and that. And then I feel a pressure to always be a positive, good person. I'm like, yeah. fuck, sometimes I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I don't, know if, I don't know if I'm fucking as good as all, that. like as good yeah. as this shit fucking actually kind of makes out to be. But
1: you just have to, I found like, especially especially when I was like, in my first few years, when I was like broke, and I still had a job, where mm. like like everybody thought that I was like this stand-up comedian who's doing shows and and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I did. I sold like 700 tickets. I can't. Have, that doesn't pay for my whole year's worth of food. Yeah. Let alone anything yeah. else. Yeah. A Ram, phone plan. Hookers. All that shit. I don't have a car. I've got no license. I'm a piece of shit. 26 <laughs> years old. Next in a couple of weeks. No license. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Your audience is gonna
0: hate that. I was gonna say I've been driving cars since I was eight. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. See, you've you've got it on me. Well you've made it up, you know. All the years I haven't had my license, yeah, you've I'm been just driving. Doing it, I'm doing it for it you. Evens on the other side. It evens out, the balance
0: is yeah. out in the universe. If you live in Melbourne, I wouldn't want to fucking drive if I lived in Melbourne. I don't
1: like in Melbourne, I do not need a license. Like I can kind of picture myself like oh, if I had a car, when would I drive it? And it's like very rarely. But yeah. whenever I'm in like places like Gold Coast where the public transport isn't the best, I'm like, fuck, I need a car. No, we got Uber. Yeah, well, that's how I got here. <laughs> yeah,
0: That's our only public transport is Uber. Yeah, that's yeah. Not really public transport. <laughs> not really.
1: I remember, man, I, I uh, when I was here last, I took the tram and they had fucking announcements going on uh, about like touching on with your tickets and not fare evading, which is pretty standard in all the other states. But yours, because it's Gold Coast, was done by like a rugby player.
0: And and just this. Hi, oh, Shane Webkey here. Yeah,
1: it was just like, dude, dude, dude. Yeah, fucking couldn't even speak. And I was like, dude, that would be like me doing an announcement at the rugby. And I'm like, make sure to never hit your wife. <laughs> <laughs> like stay out of it that's not your job
0: <laughs> oh that's fucking bizarre queensland's a weird state it really like, is it really i love Queensland. It's like another country oh fucking oh, i'm from cairns which is even yeah. more of another fucking country yeah. but yeah that's you,
1: brisbane concentrated
0: oh yeah you go to any other state and you're yeah you're like yeah queensland's kind of just up there doing its own thing yeah and it's the same as perth Perth yeah. might as well not be Australia I love Perth it's so good that yeah. it's like why, why are we the same thing I know let them do what they want to
1: do oh for sure they're like the Texas of Australia 100% but with
0: no oil so everyone's broke <laughs> just like mining companies where all the money goes to China yeah it's just basically. miners Yeah. yeah but that place like my buddies uh, just moved there mm. um, I was like sad I'm like I'll never see you again yeah see ya <laughs> I'll never you're three out of, hour plane trip fuck that <laughs> you're out of my life bro spending
1: five Hundred dollars on a three-hour plane trip just to be hot all the
0: time. <laughs> Fuck that. Are uh, you moving to Perth? I'll meet you in Bali. Yeah, <laughs> that's like halfway, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That would
0: probably be cheaper for both of you. hundred percent, it would. Yeah. Dude, I just I flew back. uh Oh, you want to do a big travel day? Mm. Go to uh, the uh, Cape Leveque. In, never heard of it yeah it's well you would have seen it in the uh Qantas ads mm-hmm. you know the the beach where it's like the crazy red rocks thin strip of perfect yeah, white sand yeah, yeah and then perfect blue ocean yeah that's what cape levesque
1: and they just edited out all of the bottles and plastic nah, bags man, getting eaten is, by
0: turtles it is fucking yeah like that place is pristine but so fucking hard to get to that's why yeah like yeah. it's great I think they're going to open an airport there too oh, which well, is kind of sad say yeah. goodbye to the wildlife yeah she gone yeah but uh, you go I flew to Perth yeah and then I flew to Broome and then I why because that's what you have to do really yeah fuck well for this flight anyway yeah. and then we um, oh, fuck did I just fly straight to Broome I'm pretty sure I did two flights but yeah. then you uh then you get in and because it's all Aboriginal communities, yeah. You have to get chaperoned out there by an Aboriginal driver mm-hmm. in a um in a troop carrier. Yeah. And then Fuck. which cost a fucking yeah. packet. Yeah. And uh, and you're on this dirt road for like three hours, just corrugated yeah. iron dirt. Trusting roads. your
1: life to this guy. Yeah, who
0: would he would never crash. So I feel like that's a pretty safe bet. Yeah, but just like it's a fucking legitimate mission. Yeah, and then you get there and just like there's no cell service really. Mm. And it's like, where the fuck are we right now? Yeah. But it is absolutely amazing. That's cool. But then coming back from that was yeah, because the, the going worst. somewhere
1: you're always like it'll be worth it when I get there. Going back, you're like I'm going to fucking broom. This will not be worth it.
0: And then when I get back to the Gold Coast, yeah. all I've got is dirty washing. Yeah. And some fleeting memories. Yeah. Like it's really, there's nothing that You exciting. remember
1: the traveling more than the actual pristine sands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that last
0: <laughs> fuck all. It's yeah. the human interaction that you have to yeah. deal with on the way. Mm. But I flew back and I got the very back seat, yeah. which doesn't recline, mm-hmm. on a red eye from Perth. Fuck. With yeah with yeah the toilet right there oh no and like no sleeping i just had cunts hitting my fucking elbows yeah constantly that's and i was on the i was on the aisle yeah and then i had a dude in the middle seat yeah who was like an older gentleman yeah that get this get this for plain this tops everything i've ever experienced i'm reading a book yeah he's in the middle he gets out his laptop which was a fuck around because yeah. it was like down there. Puts his tray table down. Yeah, Here's the kicker. Yeah. Puts down my tray table for his mouse pad.
1: What the fuck?
0: What? I was done, bro.
1: Dude, I have to respect the confidence <laughs> oh. of like, oh, this guy's reading? Fuck him. You know, the only way that could be more alpha is if he just put it in your lap right on your <laughs> cock and just started clicking on shit. You're like, what? Fuck you! You're reading. I'm I'm using technology. I'm better than you. <laughs> how fucking how bad is that, eh? Hey? I remember. I'm six foot eight, so I'm really long. Yeah,
0: flying sucks for you.
1: Yeah, it's not good, right? So if I have to take like a tiger or a jetstar, which is pretty frequent because I haven't made it yet, <laughs> right? If someone puts the the seat down, that their, their seat down reclines it. Uh, I de- I deploy the knees. <laughs> I'm like deploy the fucking knees. Straight in the back. Oh, absolutely. I remember there was this one woman in front of me, and uh, you know I don't. I'll commit war crimes. Women and children, they can cop it. <laughs> Fuck them all, right? I deployed the knees, and she looked at me like I was an asshole. I remember I I would move my legs left to right, and cross my legs, just doing normal shit that you should be able to do on a plane. For yeah, sure. on a plane, and she and she would she would go like this. It was like turbulence. Then she looked over at me and gave me the evil eyes, and I just said. I've got no room so you need to move your seat forward or this will keep happening and she did and it was a great victory for they're the hunt the, army
0: they're, they're just like the moral victories that you just, oh, you've just you yeah. got to just fucking save her
1: if you recline on a tiger flight you should be thrown out the emergency <laughs> exit you don't deserve it get off I don't even know why they put those fucking buttons on they know there's no room Get rid of them. You're six eight.
0: Yeah, that's like. But this is a you problem. I know. Like, I know. Like I'm, I,
1: what I'm saying is is just like everyone who's made up their own gender. The the entire population yeah, that has, has, to has to cater to for me. The the zero point zero one percent. All six eight males that fly tiger. Everyone else has to change. I won't bend to me.
0: That way. That is legitimately the transgender whatever. Mm. Like insert tiny 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 group of people that want to affect a massive law like that's a great metaphor Mm. for that it's like mm, okay so we could do the toilet thing yeah um but I'm i'm
1: fine with the toilet thing if it's like a single cubicle Mm. Right. If it's a single cubicle, only one person can go, whatever. Any yeah, gender that's can a good use point. it. You don't even need a fucking sign on it. Just says I toilet. Anybody can use it. Chuck a fucking changing table in there. All good. But I like, I don't know. That. I just picture like like mums and dads with, with little girls or boys, like trying to trying to just, you know, keep them safe as all parents do. And then, I don't know. I just feel like there's a, there's a lot of weird units out there, mm-hmm. and that's a very easily exploitable. Oh, rule fucking I think
0: 100% but they would that same mentality of what you said is like I'm 6'8 this is a problem I have to deal with yeah. there is 8 people in Australia that are 6'8 yeah, and uh, we should change the laws for everybody
1: absolutely so that's
0: like literally the because way what that are you
1: gonna do fight us we'll smash you all we're giants <laughs> reach advantage son see that's what uh that's what trans people really need to do is they just need to beat the fuck out of all opposition <laughs> i mean they're doing that in women's sport i was gonna say they're, they're kinda, making
0: progress yeah they're kind of doing it in powerlifting <laughs> <laughs> let's go one step at a time here. yeah dude zach chuck was... them into boxing <laughs> let's go zach was saying that uh he got an upgrade for their Europe tour yeah. and Isaac, who's like six fucking mm. whatever he he's, is he's, as well. Well, he's almost my height as is well. Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's a close. big motherfucker.
1: But he's a lot bigger yeah, than me. Yeah, he's huge.
0: But yeah, so he said that, Zach said he got a business grade uh, business upgrade oh. and Isaac got stuck in fucking... Uh, oh, Isaac did not get the, the, it. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Poor
1: bastard. Yeah, I flew...
0: That's I like flew big to, dick energy from the fucking tour manager. Though. Oh, yeah. It's big dick energy. Absolutely.
1: I flew to, to New York, which is like fly from melbourne to sydney sydney to la and then la to new york in one day and i did it like cheapest flights possible i will never do that shit again yeah really it was it was horrible i, I like I, I got off the plane and my spine was twisted felt like i had scoliosis i was gonna say you
0: literally got scoliosis in one day yeah i was
1: sitting like the whole like this for like 24 hours literally and then and then i got off the plane and i was like i can't wait to enjoy my trip and like i'm walking backwards. <laughs> was not good. So, so next time I go, I'm going I'm, I'm to have to, like, I don't know, drop a couple bags on something good.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to stop buying Gucci belts. Ah, uh, never. <laughs> I don't know whether we're talking about that on the podcast mm. or off air, but it looks like, yep, that's just fucking Lewis's thing. He just yeah. likes the ball out of dumb shit.
1: I do, I do. You know, I like, I don't, I don't know. I, you know what my thing is? I don't like buying dumb shit for no reason. Like, just, oh, I'm going to buy it all the time. Like, I like, I like buying a nice thing after I've achieved something mm. so like I remember after my after my second tour it was the biggest tour I had ever done it was much bigger than the first one I got myself a nice jacket and now forever whenever I put on the jacket I'm like man remember my second
0: tour it's tour jacket yeah
1: so um, I yeah I try not to I never want to just like buy shit for no reason I've never mm. been that type of person but I but you know whenever I do something I like rewarding myself I think that's kind of important And everyone has their dumb shit, they reward themselves. For me, it's stupid Gucci belts that make everyone think, what a wanker. For someone else, it might be a spoiler on their car. But, you know, if you've done something, you should... Because otherwise, why are you doing it for? Yeah, true. And I also don't drink or do drugs, so, like, I'm I'm saving a lot of money. that's another thing. I feel like... I feel like as much money as as I may may spend on stupid shit. I feel like I'm breaking even with Luke mm. when it comes to beers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we
0: all have our vices. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, the Gucci belt one's a fucking good one though. I reckon. Yeah. Like just the just the like the drip.
1: Yeah, I like it. I drip, don't know. Drip away. I've, my my mum's always been into fashion, and I I always grew up. She's a hairdresser. I always grew up around that. So I I like I got it from her. Yeah. And I like wearing weird shit. I like I like um you know whatever you think about the way i dress whether you love it or you hate it as long as it's a strong reaction
0: i'm good <laughs> you know? when did that start for you
1: oh i've always dressed yeah. weird i always have i th- I got it from mum because mum always dressed weird and and wore like strange things and, and always cared about fashion so i, I got it from her was really. it a
0: thing at the start where you were just doing it because people thought it was weird or you just genuinely you know, I, enjoyed I, the look of it? Oh,
1: I, I genuinely think every every day I look in the mirror and I go, man, I'm dressed like a fucking mad cunt. And <laughs> 70% of people will disagree, but that's all right because I got 30% of people with taste <laughs> and they're with me on this one.
0: That's a fucking great way to look at it though because so many people, they'll either they'll either do it for the shock value mm. and then there's like a weird thing that i think comes that's with lame that. like, yeah, oh, there is a weird like thing.
1: this because it, it portrays this and like they're trying to to meet some kind of energy or whatever I which just, is like,
0: only made up in their head yeah like they're literally inviting unwanted energy yes. so that they can like i don't know like ponder on it decipher yeah. on it uh, that's not like a weird thing but yeah. then you get the people that are just like Dress like mad cunts because they think they look like. A mad I yeah, cunt just in like their own having
1: eyes. a style, you know. I dressed like a like a school shooter, uh, <laughs> and then as I started to become more successful, I added in Gucci belts and stuff. Yeah, so I, a I dressed like a, a private school shooter. <laughs> kind of did a bit of an upgrade. Whereas you know, Luke, he dresses like a Kmart model, uh, and then he you know started selling more tickets. Now he dress dresses like uh, like I don't know a fucking, I don't know. Still a, still a Kmart model actually. Yeah
0: luke dresses like a kid that his mum dressed him his whole life yeah and then she just stopped dressing him yeah and then he just just like kind of didn't know where to go with it he just was like oh well i have all these
1: t-shirts and they still fit me (laughs) so i'll just replace them as they get worn out
0: he's like just the he's like i've all right what i'll do Mm. is i'll just buy new shorts yeah. So then I don't deviate too far from the look that yeah. mum gave me. Yeah. But it's still my own style.
1: Yeah. But it's definitely not. That's, that's <laughs> the Kmart mannequin, except instead of spending $9 on a t-shirt that was made by like a six-year-old in Asia, <laughs> and you're spending $50 on a t-shirt that was made by a 13-year-old in Asia. <laughs> you're slowly working your way up the ladder.
0: And then what's the Gucci shit though? It's um, probably like the same thing.
1: No, nah, that, stuff's, that stuff's actually made by adults. Oh, it in, is. In it, China. Most of it's made no in in Italy. A lot really? Of it, yeah, huh. that's why. You know what? What is interesting about all of those luxury clothes and stuff? You know they make no money on it. They make no money on the clothes. They actually make the clothes that are lost, like all of the clothes. The only way that like Gucci, Louis Vuitton, all of those brands, I read this really interesting article about it. The clothes is like advertising. Yeah, Like they'll make some ridiculous $30,000 fur jacket and everyone goes, why the fuck would I buy that? That's ridiculous. And they don't sell it, Yeah, right? They might give it away to some celebrity. Well, that's for like Conor
0: McGregor who gave, uh, what yeah. was them? He had that crazy coat at the he Brooklyn like press three conference. Three of them. Yeah, yeah like it was some, like some mint coat. What yeah, was the brand though? I
1: don't know. Some uh, Someone who can afford to make a mint, mint coat. doesn't really matter at that point. If it's nah. $100,000, does it matter if Target made it? It's, <laughs> yeah, a hundred, it's, grand. it's a hundred grand. It's so, $100,000. So they make no profit on their clothes. The clothes are like advertising for the stuff they do make money
0: on, which is... Fragrances, I'm guessing. Yeah,
1: fragrances, stuff that, that the everyday person can afford, like yeah. fragrances, wallets, probably their belts, like just all the accessories and fragrances anything that's under $100 really or around that price yeah. is what they actually make money on. Because with the clothes, if they don't sell it, they can't put it on sale because then it's not Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Louis Vuitton doesn't do discount sales. It's either you have the money or you don't. Yeah. So they have to destroy it. So they'll make all of these clothes, try to break even, and then you know winter comes around, we've got to destroy the summer collection. Uh, and then winter finishes, we destroy the winter collection, make some new shit, and... Uh, try and stack it up on perfume yeah it's really like, fra- interesting
0: fragrances is crazy because it costs yeah literally nothing
1: yeah and, and and that's that's why you're buying like the the logo on the bottle yeah and when someone smells you smell nice what's that and you go oh, that's Chanel you Chanel go, Ooh, number five he's got money yep. when really he works at McDonald's he saved up for three
0: weeks mm-hmm yeah Got a credit card and fucking or did the afterpay. Afterpay yeah. for Gucci fragrance. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's like... Um, Anything's better than smelling like a deep fryer though, isn't it? <laughs> this is true. Uh, that's like uh, De Beers, they reckon. Yeah. They reckon De Beers has more... Um, reckon sound like a true Queensland bogan. Yeah. Um, they, they, they say that mm. De Beers has more diamonds in vaults than is in yep. the like current circulation in yeah. the world
1: because they they control supply, the supply and demand because if they released all of them they'd be worth nothing it's like when when Germany started printing money after World War One and then it's just like oh well now one dollar is is worth nothing yeah so the equivalent of one dollar just became like ten thousand dollars people were wheeling wheelbarrows full of cash like just to buy a spot. $100 <laughs> bills to buy bread that wasn't fucking there
0: yeah it's crazy eh? mm. but yeah there was that and uh the the Beers thing and there was oh then they basically invented the the engagement ring Ah. Did you have you heard of that?
1: I no, I think I've watched the video there's about like that. A, yeah. there's some kind of It was of, never
0: a thing. No, no. It was De Beers, the De Beers Diamond Company crazy. invented the um invented the engagement ring. It wow. was it was never a thing to buy an engagement ring with a diamond until De Beers did it. And that's it was a nuts. I'm pretty sure it was just a Valentine's Day marketing campaign.
1: And it just took off worldwide. Because bitches be crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, yeah. that's hilarious
0: because you just you'd never would have thought about it mm. in terms of it just seems like it's had this cultural Fuck, i wish i could do that forever. with merch it's like <laughs> oh
1: if you want to take a girl out on a date you have to you wear a lewis to. spears t-shirt
0: <laughs> do you guys go pretty hard with the merch stuff?
1: uh mostly it shows i was well, speaking on that like with like that's kind of similar in videos i don't make any money off videos yeah. you know videos are like advertising really yes. like I love making videos and that's I think where I'm they're, doing it wrong. they're, they're <laughs> funny but like the videos I pump out put it out for free yeah um, to encourage people to come and see a show and see what the, the like the really good stuff is videos is basically like this is me not trying imagine how funny I would be if you yeah, see if the I main tried. thing ah. and then and then people come and they go oh shit you weren't kidding
0: yeah right that's a really cool way to think about what you do because that's the real trick of this whole... Like, yeah. I always joke and I tell people, yeah, well, turns out there's no money in free content. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, this studio, yeah. you're like, this is such a professional setup. Yeah, I know, it
1: fucking sucks. Like, yeah. you spend this so... This is the most professional studio I have ever been in in this country.
0: Yeah, and it, it's like, there's no... There's nothing And really I've worked rolling. in radio. That's, that's cool. <laughs> Man, that was like... That was one of the things when I was building this place yeah. is I just... I wanted to build the best studio in Australia. You've
1: got it, for sure. That's pretty yeah. cool. The only people that have a really good studio in terms of video as well is like Kiss. They do it really well. Oh, but they yeah. recently built that. They, they're, they're actually killing it on social media just because they built... Kiss like FM? A, yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they that's like what, Kyle and Jackie O and, yeah. and all them, they're like... Their, their film stuff is really cool. I would look at their videos and i am like, man imagine if our show had that yeah and then we ended up having
0: to just build it ourselves in a fucking warehouse surrounded by brothels yeah which i'm not super mad at i'm keen to come do the show <laughs> 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 no this like i think part of this with me is i feel like business to me or whatever it is that is mm. i'm doing it's more of just like i feel like i'm just a retired dude that's dirty yeah and it's like you retire and you just sort of do the shit that you want to do but yeah. you, you're the guy that's like oh, I'm not gonna stop working because the day you stop working is the day you die
1: it's true though but that I it feel really like that's is. me
0: at 30 and yeah. I'm like I'm gonna build a studio yeah. fuck it I'll take 7 months yeah. and I'll spend every single dollar and mm. I'll do Every single thing myself, and that'll fucking there, yeah, it'll be. Fun. But
1: it it kind of does, you know. Like it, like if you, if you build it, they will come. Mm. You know, like that. My first comedy tour, I could not afford it. Like I I uh, signed all these venue contracts for all around the country. I had like two thousand dollars in my bank account. I worked <laughs> at a call center, and I signed fucking everything twenty twenty three shows, flights, this that, and I and I looked at it, and I was like, if if I don't make like I could only afford the first installment of, of, of venue deposits for everything. And then I just put it on sale and cross my fingers. If people didn't sell that, I would be bankrupt. I would just be fucked. But it was just that kind of like leap of faith thing. Of yeah. like, I've, been, I've been working hard and, and giving stuff to my audience for free. And I know they like me and they appreciate what I'm doing. I trust that they'll give back. And yeah. they did. And and that's just how it kind of works. You know, you just give stuff, you build an audience and then you don't you don't even really need to ask if if they respect you and and you're genuine and honest with you about where you're at and what you're doing yeah. they'll step up
0: yeah that that is cool i like the way that you think about it but it's interesting that you guys have an outlet of shows like this is yeah. my show essentially mm. so it's a it, it's such a it's a new space well I mean we've got fucking great sponsors too so it's not like we've got no sponsors yeah but
1: I have to get a couple of emails from you after this
0: (laughs) oh yeah what do you need (laughs) all of them (laughs) (laughs) all of the emails yeah yeah I mean it's we're like the thing that's great with this show though is the motocross stuff like that's my background we've got a great audience of
1: yeah that's people
0: that come from that but it's more so I think I've just found that it's like the moto thing is just like that's the that's the nucleus of it. It's but, like the spine. Yeah, and then
1: you can branch away from it.
0: And I think it's the people that are in that audience are also like I am that audience. So yeah. it's like what I'm interested in, they're interested in. So mm. it's not like you just your own channel that that does this. It's more of like a demographic.
1: Well, it's, that's why you have to be genuine because mm. if if you are pretending to to like like pretending to like motocross and you built this big motocross thing and then all these fans of motocross they'd be able to pick out that you're oh, fake yeah. in like ten minutes of like oh this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking yeah. about you know so it, that's why with with the online like TV and mainstream media you can be fake as fuck yeah look at Harvey Weinstein he was you know he's like I'm the I'm the best producer in the world also I'm a
0: rapist <laughs> also gonna fuck all y'all
1: yeah um but it, but you know with with social media, people point out fakeness. Mm. Look at Harvey Weinstein. Yep, they go. Actually, I don't think he's a producer. I just think he just likes non consensual sex. I think he's
0: a super ugly dude that's found out this yeah. is a good way to fuck. Do you see him go
1: into court? He had a, he was on a walker. I'm mm. <laughs> oh, like bro, it's like oh really? You need a walker to go to court and only court? That's fuck. called
0: shaggers back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! What was that? Uh uh, I saw that Julian Assange, they're like trying to get him back to Australia right now because they're saying that... Oh, he's he, fucked. Oh, Poor dude. bastard. I, he's kind of like a bit of a fucking hero. Oh, like, yeah. He should be celebrated or, or not like celebrated, but he should be protected more yeah, I than think he has been.
1: I think that it's that it's really gross that Australia is just going to give up one of one of our own. He's an Australian citizen, and and Australia is just going to ship him off to the to the US where he'll probably kill himself in prison. Oh right, yeah.
0: Jesus, it's have like, you have you listened to any of the Epstein stuff on I'm any obsessed. of the podcasts? I am oh, absolutely. Obsessed. I haven't had time to listen to any of it. It's like, is it fucking, fucking? rad?
1: It's fucking insane how broad daylight and open they were
0: so so yeah give give the listeners a bit of uh, quick background. recap yeah.
1: so this is what from what i know uh, i haven't looked at it for a while i might get a few things wrong so don't quote me on i don't it, think but anyone knows so jeffrey epstein was like a multi-million billionaire guy. Super, super rich. No one ever really worked out how he got yeah, the money. Yeah, that's what I was
0: going to say. I still sort of don't know how he's that rich.
1: Yeah, someone in New York, gave, someone gave him a New York, like, penthouse that's worth $40 million for seemingly no reason. And basically... Do they know who someone is? Yeah, they know who who gave it to him. Big, super huge investment guy. And basically, Jeffrey Epstein became like, if you were a billionaire, you gave your money to Jeffrey to manage and make you more money, I guess. Uh, but no one, he didn't really have much experience in it. He didn't really build like a huge company and then go off on his own. He was just like, for some reason, all of these millionaire billionaires are giving Jeffrey Epstein their money and not complaining about it all. Uh, and he's hanging out with royalty celebrities. Uh, Bill Clinton took his went on his his yeah, private like 36 Jeffrey thirty six times to uh, an island that was colloquially called Sex Island or Pedophile Island, and the island was full of cameras. When they raided it, there was cameras everywhere in there, uh, and there was like a, a a dungeon in there that you could only open from the outside, didn't what? open on the inside. Yeah, what didn't open from the inside? Get so fucked. what do you think that's for?
0: That would be for beer pong with super <laughs> rowdy people when oh, you just yeah. were like, nah, boys, if you're going to play again, yeah. if we're going to a tiebreaker, it's got to be in the dungeon.
1: <laughs> I, I we'll like the theory, but I think you might be incorrect. <laughs> Full of cameras and bas- basically no, the what theory it, is... It runs with grape. That's yeah, what happened in that Basically room. the theory is he filmed all of these elite, powerful, wealthy people having sex with children Uh, and then use that as blackmail to get information for the FBI. Um, There's emails floating around from the FBI, the CIA, when he was arrested for sex trafficking the first time. Leave him alone. He's uh, CIA business or FBI business. I forget which one it was. What the fuck? Uh, so, like, he's he's ours. Don't touch him. So, so, the theory is, and it's not really confirmed because, you know, it's all Because he killed himself. Because he killed himself, right? The theory In is...
0: Massive inverted air, co- air mm-hmm.
1: quotes. The theory is he filmed all these powerful people, fucking kids, and then got information from the FBI or uh, the FBI would go to them and be like, we've got all of these photos of you having sex with kids so we release them and you go to prison forever or you collect information for us. Mm-hmm. Is basically what they think he was doing uh, which is why everyone was friends with him for like seemingly no reason and giving him money even though he didn't seem to have any experience with it anyway uh he got caught the first time and he did prison time which was he was allowed to leave the prison whenever he wanted uh and he only got a couple of years and he didn't really have to admit to anything and then he was released and then uh this year everyone in the world was kind of like hang on a second this guy's tr- sex trafficking children and nothing's being done about it so he got he gets arrested again and he gets in really big trouble. Do you know
0: what department arrested him?
1: No, I don't. I don't that's kind of like the, the weird thing with details. America yeah. is that
0: you get all it like, oh, yeah. yeah, so he's with the FBI. But mm. then the CIA is like, nah, fuck this dude. Mm. Or then you've got the feds. Or then yeah. you've got the Supreme Court. Or then, or you, then you have you-
1: international police. Like, I know the UK police oh. are now opening an investigation to, hang on, did this guy actually kill himself? We think this is bullshit. So whether or not they'll try and fuck with the FBI or CIA or whatever. Anyway, so the second time he goes to prison, it's fucking legit. It looks real. Uh, and there's no because with the internet everyone in the world is angry about it something has to be done and all these photos of him with Prince Andrew from the English royal family which is out, Charles's brother right I think so yeah him hanging out Thanks, with man. a with an underage girl who says he had sex with her when she was underage and so did Jeffrey and and all these victims have now come out like 30 or so people have come out and said this is what was going on Jeffrey was doing this and here are all of the royal people and famous celebrities and politicians involved all this kind of stuff even Donald Trump was friends with him he never went to the island but he was friends with Jeffrey and and hung out with him I just can't
0: see it man Donald Trump (laughs)
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't think... I fucking can't see that cunt doing mm, pretty much anything. I actually don't think Trump was involved with it. I think that he was just friends and probably... My thing is, like, if you're involved in that world you fucking know what's going on. Yeah. I feel like you would at, at the very bare minimum hear, hey, don't, don't fuck kids at Jeff's house. He's got cameras. Like <laughs> yeah. you would at least hear that yeah. or some, some vibe of it. So I feel like if you associated with him, you knew there was something yeah. going on, I feel. So it's like, I don't think if you were friends with him, you're 100% innocent, but some are more guilty than others. Anyway, he goes to prison uh, and he says, I think people are trying to kill me uh and you, if you google that can't find it anymore that came out when he was initially arrested and that was that came out he says to his lawyer i think people are trying to kill me it's gone now can't find it on google you can probably find it on like duck, duck Go or something mm. like one of those search engines that say they do not censor anything right? yeah uh and then uh one night like a week after that uh the guards fall asleep oh no sorry he's put on suicide watch he tries to kill himself the first time and survives. And then he goes and goes, I didn't try to kill myself. They put him in a cell. You're just tired. (laughs) Yeah. So he's so first attempt. He tried to kill himself. Probably didn't. Right. Uh, Maybe survived a botched attempt. And then they put him what's supposed to happen. is supposed to go on suicide watch, 24 hour cameras by himself, no cellmates. Uh, And then what they do instead is they give him the, Scariest looking cellmate right? you've ever seen in your fucking life. Ex police officer who'd been done for corruption. So like the guy who would kill you. <laughs> the guy who would be like, "Oh, twenty million to kill a pedophile? No worries." I probably won't get in trouble easy that'll look after my kids because I can't help them I'm in prison for life anyway so I'll get that done
0: oh and you're gonna say it's a suicide I don't even have to murder him easy Mm, I can do
1: that yeah so they put him in with the world's scariest cellmate it's already done there you go (laughs) and then uh, the guards one night the guards fall asleep the cameras stop working Jeffrey Epstein manages to kill himself in a suicide-proof cell while on 24-hour suicide watch uh, and they hear shrieking coming from the cell and nothing happened. (laughs) And he killed himself. And the whole world has gone, oh, this is clearly murder. The whole world... Everyone the minute that it happened When he got locked away Everyone was saying I bet he's going to kill himself Or watch out He might kill himself Someone's going to kill him And I think that it's The craziest thing is like After everyone in the general public said Oh they're probably going to try and kill him They fucking did it anyway Mm. So whatever he knew Because he was prepared to roll I think Because he kind of did the first time And Mm. they let him go Whatever he knew Is now gone and how the laws work in America case dismissed cuz he's dead the case doesn't exist anymore Really yeah fuck So none of those victims get justice none of them can pursue and and sue not, none of them can pursue his estate except for civilly so like they could sue them but it's not going to be a criminal well like where's
2: the evidence well the only thing
1: they could get is money even if there was evidence the only thing they could get is money from his estate they couldn't actually get someone convicted because it's a it's like if you hit my car i can sue you civilly but even if i win that case you probably won't go to jail unless the police yes yeah step in and go would you like to charge him and i say yes so it's like nothing happens it's fucking crazy like broad daylight out in the open dude gets killed after everyone says he's probably going to get killed and now nothing's happening and no one's investigating why did the guards fall asleep did all of the cameras stop working what about the hallway what about the exits what about the entrances nothing's happening it's
0: crazy do you reckon that they that like there has to be some some new sort of precedent that can be made where it's like mm. but then again it's like if they can pull this off then who the fuck's going to say no? Well,
1: you know what? If 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 all of the conspiracy shit is true and like all these politicians and royalty and all this kind of stuff, if all of that is true and there were like presidents and the most powerful people in the world fucking kids on pedophile island on camera,
0: do you want that to come out or will it cause World War 3? That's what I'm sort of thinking with it all is there's got to be a certain level of ignorance is bliss because yeah. in a, as fucked up as it sounds, because there's
2: still I, I'm is, kind of on the
1: opinion of, like, if you fuck kids, everyone needs to know. But I'm also, like, if you fuck kids and you have the codes to all the nukes,
0: maybe we're even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there is, like, there is a certain yeah. level of society is built on some foundational shit, mm. and it's, like, in an idealistic scenario you don't just want to go Jenga and fucking pull yeah. the bottom one out just because it's corrupt yeah. or fucking kids and doing weird shit because then everything fucking goes. Yeah. And it's like, are we better off or are we worse off? Yeah. And it's like, morally, we might all be able to go, mm. fucking got you. But then in reality, yeah. everything's fucked. Like you have another financial crisis. Mm. You, and then what is... Worse, which is a pretty fucking gnarly thing to say yeah, it's like when you're talking about- The
1: lesser about... of two evils, really. Exactly,
0: exactly, eh? And the thing the thing I always think about with billionaires, mm. you got billions of dollars. Mm. You ain't killing yourself no. for nothing.
1: You know, like, if you have a billion dollars, you don't go to prison.
0: You, it doesn't you happen. You can do whatever ever. the fuck you- yeah. You buy the prison. Yeah. You literally could buy- the fucking prison Yeah, and then you go cool at least if I'm in here I'll just be. especially do- in
1: America You, I haven't thought of that you could you could buy the prison if you go to prison you could buy the prison and if the government steps in you'd be like oh I'm not buying it um, the company yeah, yeah, that yeah, I yeah. control yep. is buying it it's not nothing to do with me
0: no it's a Swiss it's a Swiss prison now and then you change
1: the rules and like pedophiles get you know free lunch and turkey dinners and they can do whatever they want dude in that's what
0: El Chapo did
1: no shit That he motherfucker that. owned the
0: prisons Yeah true So like You're telling me That yeah. a billionaire mm. A billionaire Yeah With a billion dollars Is gonna kill himself Yeah Over some bullshit Like Child sex trafficking Yeah Nah, man. Especially I just don't because fucking buy it, he already
1: dude. got done the first time. Didn't kill himself. Yep. Didn't even come close to it. Yep. He knew he was going to get out, so he just he told the information that he had to tell, and he got out. Maybe he called whoever was in charge of the CIA, and he goes, "Hey, mate, do you remember Thursday night when you fucked a nine-year-old?" Let me out. I
0: filmed it. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And I want to go home.
1: I think what happened was they raided his pedophile island and he lost all his power. They they got all the tapes and the CIA was, or FBI, whoever raided Surely it. Surely like, that shit's well, on a server, the server, bro. Uh, I don't know. It'll be somewhere, probably. If
0: you're like, I back up the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I feel like
1: if you've if you've got Bill Clinton having sex with children, you, were gonna you might at least put it shit. on another USB. You know? <laughs> You're like, I'll Hide put it, it on a USB at least, carry it around in my wallet.
0: Hide it in the urn that your mum's in. You know what they found
1: in there? They found a beautifully painted, like really, oh. really good art photo painting of Bill Clinton in, in a, a dress, woman's right? dress. Something was fucking going on there, and and Hillary said nothing. You know, it was crazy to me when they actually asked on a a daily show, like one of those news comedy shows, all these people are yelling at me. I'm getting like, I know I'm getting the vibe, right, of all this information. I'm not getting any specifics correct. I'm going, oh, the daily show. I maybe it was the like... CIA. Guys, this is not... I'm not a I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm a comedian who has Twitter, right? I'm not gonna remember any of this shit. Can't even remember my girlfriend's birthday. You think I'm gonna know the ins and outs of a giant global pedophile conspiracy? Fuck you. I'm getting the vibe right. Some daily show, right? They paint asked the picture
0: her, and it's with fingers. Yeah. Right?
1: They 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 asked her the, the question. They go, um, did you kill Jeffrey oh, Epstein? Yes, and she went ah ha 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 like laughed it off like it was nothing, and I thought that was but fucking crazy because they were friends. Yes, that's that was that was like at the very least a family friend of yours, and it was
0: a week later mm-hmm. or like a week and a half later, and she yep. but she did the laughed same Laughed it
1: off like pretending she, that she didn't know that guy.
0: She did uh, the same. Oh, the psychopath laugh that she did yeah. after they got... um, who, mm. Who'd they fucking get, the um terrorism dude? Oh, anyway, she run an operation that killed one of these, like, kind of CIA or FBI, yeah, most yeah. wanted Mustafi yeah, yeah. or whatever the fuck, Gaddafi. That was his name. Yeah. And then she was like, we killed him. <laughs> like, yeah. did this, like, psychopath laugh. And I'm just yeah. sitting there going, like... Fuck. The fuck are you Like, yeah, like I even get if, it, but even like. Even if that's you, like
1: a reprehensibly evil terrorist, it's like. Yeah, and that's
0: laughing but about she. Laughing? But she did the same laugh same with laugh. a terrorist yeah. as she did. Her trademark,
1: with, I killed that cunt laugh.
0: Yeah, with her friend. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, did. And then this is me just yeah. talking complete garbage, but yeah. it's like, is it the same laugh you're doing because you did the same thing and you, you killed the dude? Or yeah. like, what the fuck are we doing here? It's crazy. But the whole. That. I lived in America during the election. Yeah, for Trump. Oh and man, it was.
1: I that was a that I loved that. That was entertainment. Bro, really,
0: I was there, like on the fucking street. And yeah. I said day one. I've said it on this podcast a yeah. million times. I said day one. Yeah, Trump's gonna win.
1: Yeah, and everyone, me
0: too. everyone was. It was like, the most
1: fun to watch, and that's. It's a popularity contest. It's 100%. a fucking vote. Whoever wins Big Brother is the guy who entertained me the most. It's not that different for the presidency. No. Really.
0: For sure. Because it's all like you consume it in the same way. Yeah. And then you go on. They Especially do the- with social media now. Yeah.
1: It's all like Trump was making memes. The minute I saw him make a meme, I was like, over. It's yeah, done. It's done. That's well, it. Well,
0: I knew because I've been <clears> to all of the fucking completely <throat> dog shit parts of America. Like I've been mm. to I've been to every fuckhole in America. And he, he spoke to he, he talked
1: did to those not people ignore all of those people who get ignored. Yeah. And and it's like, you know, it's like the fucking it's it's like this in a sense. Like your podcast is for like uh dirt bike enthusiasts. Yep. Right. That's like the spine of it. Who the fuck else is making a podcast for them for them? No yep. one. Yeah. So you could make this podcast and also bash people in the street and people will be like yeah but he knows heaps about engines <laughs> so I'm
0: still gonna listen <laughs> it's kind of fucking true yeah
1: the thing is what, though bashing people in the street or
0: knowing oh, about all the engine? time <laughs> daily bro yeah <laughs>
1: so if you you know all those people that like like everybody ignores and, and actively talk shit on like oh everybody living in Texas is a racist and this and that it's like those people vote they listen and they pay attention you know
0: well that's like the especially the thing that you talk about the audience thing right yeah so you get a certain type of audience and it's like okay, yep, yeah, the the people that listen to this love fucking bikes. Yeah, what does it take to own a bike? Yeah, a fucking job. Mm-hmm. What are the jobs that you're most likely doing? Electricians, builders, fucking yeah, uh, boiler makers, dudes in the mines, farm farmers. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's more than just a. It's more than just like, oh, it's like a dirt bike audience. It's like, no, this is an audience of yeah. like hard working guys yeah. that are fucking real people, like working e- class exactly. people who real do fucking, real jobs, not yep.
1: fucking cunts sitting in offices in aircon going, I'm so stressed, I've got six meetings. Whereas some dude called Damo is like, I've been digging holes for nine hours in the sun. <laughs> Fuck your meeting.
0: 100%. Yeah. But there's fucking power in those people yeah. because they're th- it takes fucking money to ride dirt bikes it takes oh, money yeah. to ride. it takes a fucking a decent car to get you to events that are out in the fucking middle of nowhere yeah so it's like but it's that same thing when you're uh like the whole trump thing yeah. He spoke to a group of people that were getting ignored mm. and america ignores anybody that's not the one percent yeah and it's like
1: if you're not super loud and, and those people are not super loud because they've got shit they to got do. fucking shit to do they, they come home from work and they're like I can't send 30 tweets I'm fucked yeah I want to watch TV and Dude, chill out, sure. my hands hurt.
0: I'm not tweeting. <laughs> well, and I think that's a reason why this podcast has done so well. Yeah. It's because we talk about so much different shit yeah. with so many different people. And this, these are guys that literally like, if you listen to fucking Gypsy Tales 99 times out of 100, you work your fucking ass off. Yeah. And it's like, you're not sitting on the, on the fucking internet. You're not reading yeah. Google Trends. You're not mm. fucking talking at, you know, like lunch about whatever the fuck bullshit's yeah. going on. So I think like... It it is like a similar sort of thing that that happens is like you you cannot. So what you're saying is all your listeners are bigots. All I'm saying is I'm running for <laughs> <laughs> I'm running for I'm going to be the prime minister yeah. in 2020. Whatever yeah. the fuck. fuck, yeah, you
1: will win. You'll win, and everyone will just start doing like donuts
0: and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. That's a meme. Yeah, uh, but like there is, I think people <clears throat> people want to play to a like the, the ideal audience. They want to be like yeah, the idealist and elitist. And yeah. like that, there's a, that's a fucking thing. Narrow like, audience. hundred percent because yeah. guess what? No cunts perfect. No. And I think that that was what happened or it's what happens in a lot of elections and mm. popularity contests is people want to look cool or they yeah. want to represent like the idealistic yeah. view of a person. And it's mm. like, the fuck that you're missing the mark. Cause like whatever people have the time to say that they're the perfect person. And if they, they're putting the front out to even be visible in that kind of format, Mm. it's like, they're not actually doing anything. The real motherfuckers are the ones that, that like you said, they don't have time to make noise. They got fucking kids. They're barely making their rent or they're fucking running a business or they don't give a fuck. And I found that in America, all of the people that would, everywhere you went dude for that election deal was just like people talking about the election and I'm just like the fuck I don't have time like I literally don't have time I'm only I'm only getting this information from you who like this is now your sport yeah. you're watching this like yeah. the fucking NFL draft
1: man I was it was the most entertaining shit ever I thought it was funny the The presidential debates I cannot wait for because oh. watching Trump like just just bully people just big dick energy yeah, people yeah just like. like alpha energy <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of everyone he was like he was doing stand up like there were a lot of elements of comedy and and in that and he he just he just fucking like just walked over everyone like the debate he had with Hillary Clinton where he, I can't remember exactly what he said he said it was something like Hillary was going. She, I, this man cannot be president. He goes, yeah, because if I was, you'd be locked
0: up. Yeah, lock her and the up. whole crowd lock just laughs. Yeah. So I was
1: like, that's a fucking great punchline. That was like me dealing with a heckler. Yeah. they they throw something at me and I put, point out their shorts and the crowd goes, whoa, if I got him. Like that was stand up. That yeah. a little flash of like comedy and that's why he and that's why he's going to win again. Fucking nice. Also because when I saw him win. I was like, well two things are gonna happen with the opposition. Either they're gonna they're gonna recognize their mistake and be like, Oh fuck, I guess it turns out you can't bully the working class and you can't call like like 40% of the population deplorable. You can't say <laughs> if you agree with this man you're a bad person. That's not going to convince anyone. Even if you are right, even yeah. if you have the facts on your side, if two if I'm saying 2 plus 2 is 4, you're saying it's 5 and I go and my my way of convincing you is going, if you think it's 5, you're a fucking cunt racist. Yeah. You're going to go, "Oh, well, I'm not (laughs) not a racist so that must mean that it means five and even if I am wrong I don't want to be on his team he's an asshole he's mean to me and doesn't care about me there's no way to convince anyone so either they recognise that mistake and they have to go okay well we know why you voted for him it's because we've neglected you and this and we bullied you so we're gonna appeal to you a little bit right Mm -hmm. that's what they should have done or what they are doing which is why he's going to win again is they've gone wow fuck double down those people are evil and we need to expose all these horrible people in America because that's the type of person who voted for him is just the worst and we have to oust them from the country and it's like you're making the same mistake even worse again because there's no one on the opposite side that had as much charisma and as much experience as Hillary like Mm you know i didn't like her and a lot of people didn't like her but she had the chops and she had the experience and she knew what she was doing and they had an actual campaign with a message they they fucked it but they had that mm. no other candidate has that bernie sanders has kind of lost his steam could be dead by he the could. time we get there he could he's like 70 something so could
0: fucking hillary
1: so could trump True. that dude definitely nah, is he's KFC on every for breakfast he's on
0: everything bro you
1: reckon he's gonna he's on like some stuff that we don't even know has been invented yet.
0: He he'd be just like on Adderall twenty four seven. He might I, have to be. Oh no, like f- he would for sure be on Adderall. Have yeah. you ever done Adderall? Oh, you've no. never done a drug? Crazy fucking crazy drug, mm. dude. You can just do what, like you're like, yep, got to do three hundred thousand emails today.
1: Yeah, done in twenty minutes. It's like that, like that scene in um that Jim Carrey movie. What is it? Fuck, where he's like God. Bruce Almighty, oh, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. just like gets the best coffee ever, and he just like sends an email to everyone in the world in like twenty minutes. <laughs> that's Adderall. That's Adderall, pretty yeah.
0: much. The thing with Hillary and what they did was yeah. they basically tried not to lose, mm. and Trump tried to win.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, a, true. That's like they a, didn't a, take an, enough risks, which is a strategy. They were like, oh, we're, we're, it's like tennis. Like the, the one of the most popular strategies is wait until the other person fucks up, and if you're going against Trump. He could say the wrong thing and make people go, oh, hang on a second, that's fucked, and then lose everyone. That's totally something that could happen. Mm. And that that is a
0: strategy, but he didn't. I just, I don't even know that he, I don't even know that you can fuck up. Mm. Like, really. Maybe. Unless you, he fucked a porn star.
1: I mean, yeah. That he, come out. He fucked a porn star, the, the pussy he, grab thing. Yeah. Like what like, I thought that was pretty fucked.
0: What well, what what would lose? You you yeah, know what I mean? Like true. what's the thing and it's like after you see that many things that you go like, mm. Oh okay, people really don't give a fuck.
1: You know what I think it was? It was by the time that Pussy Grab and the Porn Star thing came out, which were two legitimate issues, I think that that you could have used against it by the time that came out does
0: anyone really give a fuck about a dude fucking a porn star no i guess not you know what religious people in
1: america do cheating on your wife it's not mm. so much fucking a porn star yeah, but cheating on your wife but maybe that only maybe that's done maybe there's not enough I was going to say like
0: i feel like it's so rampant yeah. over there like i just i just think people's moral compasses are yeah. so fucked up these maybe days. it doesn't
1: matter anymore it used to
0: yeah i just don't like i just don't know if you were to see something wrong that was yeah. like a sackable offence, let's mm. say. Then it's fucking been there. Like, what else could he do?
1: Yeah. I think by the time the actual, uh, like the actual criticizable, definitely,
0: or at least... L- locker room talk. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. the best call ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's probably But the it is thing. true. He had comebacks for it all too.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, ca- it came down to that thing of like his base of like the working class like you know, that's where I come from. My parents are, are from that. They're like they they working class people. I didn't come from money. So I, I when he said that and he got caught on on camera filming saying that, I was like, I've heard worse. Oh, I've heard way I've worse. Said I've said worse. worse. Yeah. <laughs> I've said worse. And when, when I know it's being filmed. Yeah. Uh so like that to a stranger is like, yeah. I mean, I get he was he was using a comedic exaggeration. Yeah, it's hyperbole. You don't actually grab women by the pussy. But he understood that money and fame is attractive to a lot of women. And he was saying, oh, it's a lot easier. Because it is. You know, if you have fucking money and fame and an interesting job, which he has all three, right? It's a lot easier to get a woman attracted to you. You might not find the best woman who falls for that, but... It is a lot easier than mm. the dude who works in a call center. I knew. I've lived both lives. I've lived life as a call center employee with no money. Couldn't get a girl to save my life. And I've lived <laughs> life as the comedian with like this perception of success. And, yeah. and it's, you know, you do have girls hitting on you. Which has never happened in my fucking life. I know what I look like. <laughs> never in my life has it happened until they go, oh, you're a comedian with this fucking thing. What? It's like there's it an attractive energy about it. Yeah. And he was just using comedic exaggeration that and shit, got
0: caught. That shit like can't be undersold too for the person that could sit on their high horse and be like, well, yeah. sh- shouldn't be like that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, here's the thing. So let's just put it in like super primal. fucking terminology Mm. here's this guy that's got a bunch of people around his campfire laughing and he's got the nicest fucking animal hides draped around him and he's got meat carcasses lined up that's just a safe bet yeah it's like I'm a fuck that dude yeah that's literally the same thing that just you, makes sense that you're describing. So, yeah. and but there is people that would have that moral high horse and be like, well, you know, that shouldn't be the way that it is, and that girl's there And it's like mm, that girl's just a fucking chick that yeah. is her uh, ultimate goal on planet Earth is to fuck and reproduce and bear healthy offspring. That's, that's a fine plan, re- like that. But that's like a biological thing. Yeah, that's like a an a strategy that is yeah. inside us that has certain. Conquer, that,
1: reproduce, die, but it's fine because I made kids.
0: And they're set up because we took everything from everyone else. Yeah. That's and they like, won't be able to get it back. Yeah.
1: And like, should that be the way the world is? Maybe not,
0: but that's what it is. That's also like in every every species on the planet. Yeah. That's just how the fucking shit works.
1: That's why I've like with coming back to stand-up comedy that's why i've i've like i've always loved doing like dark stuff not not worrying about offending people because it's like i mean yeah i could joke about something and people would be like oh that's fucked i'm like yeah but it's also real it's also funny and it, yeah and it's <laughs> and it's funny it's like oh you shouldn't you shouldn't make fun of like you know catholic priests fucking kids and it's like well I can't do anything about it, and you're not doing anything about it, right? Uh, What I can do, though, is talk about it in my way as a comedian, make people laugh about it, and then make people go, Hmm. maybe we should do something. Maybe that is real. That's all I can do, right? If I threw myself running a 20-year campaign to take every pedophile out of the Catholic Church... I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to fail. There are other people doing that and are doing a much better job and I've got no chance of doing better than them. What I can do, however, is bring it into the consciousness of people by mm. joking about it. And just because I'm joking about it doesn't mean I think the act is funny. I do I do a joke. It's on my YouTube channel about the, the accident that happened at Dreamworld. Mm. Right, <laughs> The accident itself, <laughs> fucking horrible. Nothing funny about that. My joke, however, fuck, super it's funny. good. <laughs> it's a banger.
0: Oh, well, I text Luke the other day and mm. I was uh, I was at the airport and they were like, they were rolling around with uh, donation buckets for koalas. Yeah. yeah, And I just text Luke and I was like, imagine if those little cunts are the ones that lit this fire. <laughs> it's like, that's <laughs> yeah. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's super fucked up. But what else are you going to do? But it's like, I don't know, you say that as a comedian. Like, yeah. that's a bit. It's funny, like... Yeah jeez koalas really seem to have fucking profited from this Mm. whole deal like there's probably more money than koalas are ever going to be able to spend it's a big scam maybe they lit the fires maybe they'll be better off you know <laughs> i can you know? hope they will
1: koalas were like close to being endangered now they've got millions of dollars millions of dollars to all, ensure. It, all it took was was one roasted guy called lewis
0: <laughs> and that's what i mean like there's like one fucking i mean there's suicide bombers in like the there you Muslim go. religion. yeah so maybe there's like one fucking kenny the koala that's simple like, transaction they just go look kenny you're yep. the fucking dude. There's going to yep. be 47 koala virgins mm-hmm. up in fucking wherever the fuck you're going. There's going to be eucalyptus forests as big as the Amazon. No
1: predators. You It'll can, be worth
0: it. You can fuck and eat. All yep. you've got to do, we're just going to set up at one of these wildlife cams and yep. you're going to be fucking roasted. There you go. It's going to go viral. And this the conversation that we're having, right, on record... Would fucking infuriate
1: somebody. Exactly. That's why when I go, oh, I've said worse on camera when I know I'm being recorded this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Because there's going to be a lot of people that aren't happy about this. Like, oh, I watched the video and it made me sad. It's like, yeah, so did I. I It made me sad too. And then I put some money in, all right? So I paid my 10 bucks to those fucking hairy cunts. I will joke about them.
0: (laughs) Oh, just fucking... Imagine if there's just like one insanely charismatic koala Hitler version type dude, you know, that just like, just worked these little fuckers up into a frenzy. Yeah, And he's like... He's like, they will blame the global warming. They will never blame us. <laughs> <laughs> the conditions are right. We've we won- shall blame it all on people who did not watch Greta Thunberg's speech. <laughs> <laughs> the time is now. <laughs> never again will we get such fiery conditions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, We're fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, people get pissed off about that. But there might be someone that listened to that and went, mm, mm. I haven't really given those cunts any money yet. Maybe, maybe I, I should. Maybe I should yeah. give that. So
1: if you laughed, minimum two bucks for the koalas. Yeah, two bucks That's the it. price of admission.
0: Or the fact that they fucking did kill it. Maybe give some money to some other shit. That's like people that got burned.
1: Okay, how about this? I've changed it. If you enjoyed that, buy a t-shirt from my website. <laughs> <laughs> fuck those furry cunts.
0: And then wear it next time you get a photo with a koala. There
1: you go. Done. <laughs> Sold. How the fuck did we get there? I don't know. I think we we're talking about the election and why he's going to win again. He's gonna win again,
0: oh for sure. I gotta hope he does. It's like
1: it was just. It literally- will almost teach everyone a lesson of like you didn't learn, so have it again. Although although what is a little bit scary is him is the only thing that makes me a little bit worried is when he jokes about maybe I won't leave office. And everyone goes ha, ha ha because he would never do that, right? <laughs> Cuz <'Cause laughs> that's that's, so true. that's how you start a dictatorship, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I would never do it. Wink.
0: Uh, me and me and old Putin, we've been uh, yeah. we've been getting pretty tight over the next 4 years. We might just team that's up. That's what Putin did. Putin Maybe got voted
1: up. in and he was like, "You know what? This chair is comfy as fuck. I'm doing a good job, so I reckon I'm going to hang around." And then one journalist was like, actually Mr. Putin that's illegal and then he killed himself in front of everyone (laughs) while saying I'm not suicidal I I would never kill myself (laughs) <laughs> That's
0: fucking what happened. Yeah, like it's fucking gnarly. Oh
1: yeah, that shit happens like in broad daylight. I remember like the footage of it came. I think it was North Korea again. I'm getting the vibe right on this one, not the specifics. I think it was North Korea. Probably
0: wasn't South Korea.
1: No, I don't think so. But at an airport, there was a there was a guy. I don't know if I think he may have been a journalist or he I, he was talking out against North Korea. I think. But anyway, I know this. Some person walks up to him at the airport and just rubs his face like this down his face put some chemical on his face and then he goes oh what the fuck's on my face and then he died in half an hour they just put something on his face that was poison washed their hands ran away and this dude that was like a vocal critic of I think North Korea just dies at the airport wow murder (coughs) because he was saying the wrong things that shit happens
0: well have you seen the videos of dudes getting shot trying to fucking jump the the grid essentially from like North and South Korea yeah Hectic, crazy. Can you imagine, Those poor bastards? Can you imagine how fucked up yeah. your life is? Yeah, if you want to leave, it's like you're not mm. only fucking risking yourself getting shot.
1: Yeah, but you know family.
0: that as soon as you cross mm-hmm. that border and they fucking know it's you and they didn't kill you, they're gonna go and they're gonna kill your fucking family.
1: Yeah, like they know that's gonna that happen. Yeah,
0: how fucked would your life be? Yeah.
1: Sorry, Mum! I
0: want to use the internet! <laughs> all we can get is hentai. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, like, that's a fucking... It's real. That's, a, that's gnarly, a reality. That's a gnarly way to live your life. Mm. Like, I've had bad days. Yeah.
1: Not that bad. Not kill Mum and Dad bad days, though. No, nah,
0: but, like, my bad days feel bad. Yeah. What the fuck does that feel like? I know. It's, a, it's all... Yeah, it's
1: all relative it's like you you, kind of get caught in that that headspace of like oh you know grandma died but it wasn't my whole family getting murdered over a tweet so I can't complain (laughs) you know
0: isn't it like weird then that you can feel so sad when someone dies in Australia that had a fucking dope life
1: they killed it
0: and you can just feel like so sad for that person yeah and it's like think about that cunt (laughs) <laughs> like, what the fuck kind of sadness is mm. that to, like, experience that kind of life over there, dude? And now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, the vibe is at an all-time high. The higher. vibes
1: are low. The vibes are low. But that's a it's
2: fucking... real. But that's, yeah. like,
0: a crazy... It's sort of... I, I'm more trying to do that in, like, a, well, we shouldn't really complain about anything here. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like a problem's a problem.
1: Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's a weird balance of, like, appreciating how how good we have it here and knowing that our lives are like like in the in the 10%. As good as it gets. As good as it doesn't get any better than this Oi, we'd be um, until you 1%. skip to the future. Yeah, 1% for sure. Yeah. Like all those people living in China and, and under horrible conditions and, in, and then there's the third world, right? China's not in the third world and they're fucked. Yeah. You know, you go to the third world and it's a completely different. You might not make it to nine. Mm. So it's like the balance you have to find between appreciating what you have but then also letting yourself feel Because if you lock yourself off, then you just become like that 40-year-old bricklayer who's like, I don't feel anything. And then one day they go, I reckon I'm going to kill myself, eh?
0: (laughs) It's about that time.
1: I haven't smiled in weeks and I've never cried since I was nine and Dad hit me and called me a pansy. So I reckon I'm going to drive off the bridge.
0: Those people are real too. Yeah. I wonder why... Why do you get like that when you can live in like when you realistically do live in such a great mm, place? I don't know. Is it because you do, you don't know the alternative?
1: Man, you know what? <clears throat> when I when I had when I had a job and when I was working in call centers and I I, I wanted to be a comedian, I've never been like I've never been a depressed person. I was like that We're doing that monotonous oh work for somebody else's dream or probably not even someone else's dream just for just somebody some lucky investor wallet. yeah yeah some investor from like japan who lucked out and now he doesn't have to do anything like answering fucking phone calls and repeating and never building anything yeah like I, I, that that's the only time in my life for like a year two years where i felt like soul sad of like fuck i remember one day i had like a like a panic attack and i didn't realize that it was a panic attack really until like months later like I was at it was after my first tour. I did my tour and I I made like seven to ten thousand dollars. Quit my job. I was like, I've made it. I'm a comedian now. Four months later, fuck your
0: call center. Ran
1: out of money and I had to go <laughs> back to the call oh, center. Oh no. I know. Like fuck. And then like maybe week three, I just had I was answering this call. It was for like fucking uh, village cinema, like helping some like old man book a ticket to see some shit movie. And I just <laughs> this thought came into my head of like. <laughs> What if you never quit again what if you never what if it doesn't work because I'm still doing this shit online and I've got another tour coming up and I was like what if you end up here again after the next one what if you don't make it in comedy and then (laughs) it just started going what if you what if you and I just like freaked out to go into the bathroom sit down on the floor yeah sit down on the floor and I was like I will not be here forever I had to tell myself this is not the end for me I'll fucking make it out and I'm sure there are a lot of people who've had similar experience and then they never Mm. made it out out. and i don't know where i don't know where i would be if i didn't make it out probably still thinking that you know five years later
0: that's a heavy story yeah that's and, fucking rad that you're here right now
1: well that's that's why whenever i feel like whenever i feel exhausted or whenever i feel like shitty about whatever thing i always re- think back to man remember when you when you worked in a call center because i could go back this could all fall down in like a year if I don't stay on top of it It, that could happen that's still possible I haven't made it you know I'm making a little bit of money now but I'm not like killing it you're
0: making Gucci belt money yeah you know what I mean not house deposit money no 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 there's a difference yeah for sure (laughs) but people Gucci belt money is still good money that's
1: fucking dude buying a Gucci belt (laughs) with dick joke money that's the dream (laughs) Like, oh, I told jokes, and now I'm wearing some stupid jeep. I'm wearing Uh, it now, bro. Yes. I bought bought this shit with dick jokes, and I'll never apologize for wearing it.
0: (laughs) That's the best. I fucking love it, dude. But you're right, man. There's people that just fucking, they never made it out. Yeah. Their fucking soul just gets sucked out of their fucking, out of their body. Yeah. But it's, it is... But I was in
1: a particularly unfulfilling job. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, he's a carpenter and he gets to go to work every day and build a house. You
0: see something. But you see yeah. a, a result.
1: Like, yep. like at least that you're like working towards a goal mm-hmm. and you build something. And then at the end, like I think it's I think it's the coolest fucking thing. This is why I love like, this is why I hate people that talk shit on the working class and tradies and all that kind of stuff because they build the world. Mm-hmm. Like I'll drive around with my dad. He's been doing it since he was like 16. and And he'll just point out, built that one, built that one. I did the roof on that one. I renovated mm. the gate there. And, and like, you know, he's leaving his mark on the world. Mm. And I think that's the coolest shit ever, like to just just be building things. Mm. Whereas when I worked in the call center, there was no goal. It was just spitting in circles and like, I need to answer 300 calls today and not really fix anyone's problem. And it's over fucking movie tickets or I worked at a bank one and it was all like, bullshit not achieving anything and they would put impossible goals in on purpose like kpis key performance indicators mm. like you have to solve an issue within this many seconds and then we would achieve that and then it'd be like all right the new kpi is slightly harder and it's like what am i doing what yeah, am what's i building the point? Yeah. nothing it's it, it was that's that like there are there are unfulfilling jobs and then there are fulfilling jobs because I don't want to sound like oh man if you have a job yeah, you're a yeah, failure yeah. Yeah. there's a difference there's yeah. like you can have fulfilling work and, and, and you can have spinning around in a circle yeah totally helping old people book tickets to fucking it's funny Avengers. that
0: it's, it's funny that um, sometimes the most underappreciated jobs mm. are like the most important yeah but, like how many times have you gotten mad at like a truck driver yeah. But it's like you like milk. Yeah, literally. Do you like do food? You, do you like food? Yeah. Do you like all the shit paper that yeah. you wipe your ass with? Yeah. Because it comes that's on a what's truck. In there. Like, and I always because some truckies drive like. Do carts. you like
1: speed? Because they're the number one customer. <laughs> huh? Do you like cocaine? Because Keeping
0: that economy going. Absolutely. <laughs> but that's such an underappreciated yeah. thing. Like the most the instantly what people would think of when you hear about a truckie mm. you would think of like that fucking cunt is always up my ass or cutting you yeah. off or driving but yeah. it's like you want to talk about kpis them motherfuckers have some crazy yeah, kpis I've got a friend who's a truck
1: driver and it's like 18 hour days crazy shit like by, by yourself loading and unloading shit all day every day and they make a lot of money, but but when the fuck do they spend it? They come home. Like I see him, he comes home and he's like, oh, I'm he just passes out.
0: <laughs> you want to go out? You want to yeah. go out tonight, man? No. No, man, nah, man i got to get back in the truck. Yeah. When? In a week, but i got to sleep till then. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, they're the most under yeah. appreciated things. But it's like, that is like a, a, I guess that's not like a fulfilling job though. Mm. I don't know whether you could feel... I'm
1: sure some people find find solace in
0: it. There's some stuff, but I think that the future... This (laughs) is like my theory on the future that I think should happen. Mm. AI and automation is going to be like the future. I feel like there needs to be some kind of like... Whether it's unions or whatever it is, they own a share in the robotics company. Yeah. So basically like, let's say you've worked at, we'll just use Ford for an example. Yeah. And you're a guy that is on the production line at Ford. You go into some kind of like union fund or pool yeah. that invests in the robots that take your job. Yeah. So basically as the robots get better and the pr- productivity increases, yeah. your shares in that productivity go up you
1: slowly replace yourself rather than getting replaced by
0: and then you've got nothing dude with a wallet yep Yeah, So I feel like that is the future.
1: (laughs) Let me tell you, that's not the future. That's what should happen. (laughs) That's what should be the future for sure. But you know it's going to be some cunt with a giant wallet going like, all right, so you're fired tomorrow (laughs) because I would like 30% extra money for no reason. Can't spend it. I'll (laughs) die before it'll be gone. But fuck you.
0: (laughs) That's how it works, dude. Yeah. But, like, I think that the whole AI automation thing mm. is going to be such a massive, massive problem. It's going to change That It's going to be too undeniable. Like, you, there yeah. will have to be laws around that shit mm. because you. that's literally the alternative is to go, hey, boys, mm. fucking kill a job over the last 276 years of the Ford Motor Corporation. Yeah. See
2: ya. See ya.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's want to be ya. It's happening. Like like there's this company that uh, they've, it's called Fast Brick Robotics and it builds a brick house. It's an arm and it just builds oh, a brick house in a day. Yeah. And it just goes, doo, 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 and it's better than a brick layer. It's faster. You don't have to pay it as much. You just plug it in and it just builds a house. In a fucking day, doesn't sleep, just builds a and house, and it doesn't
0: yell out at any fucking hot chicks when they walk past yep. and say inappropriate shit.
1: Yep. Doesn't have an ass crack hanging out. <laughs> like, how can you compete with that, Darren? You know. So it's 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 a huge problem. Like, thank fuck, uh, I'm a comedian. You can't really replace that. <laughs> yeah. Well, not yet, anyway. Um, but it's going to be a huge issue. Like, I was I was talking about it with a friend. Like, pretty soon, like maybe our children, an automatic car will just be a car that drives itself. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll be like, oh, we had a manual car and then we had automatic cars. you like, oh, so a manual car is like one you drive yourself? You go, no, 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 no that's one, one where we, we do the stick. Yeah. An automatic car is something where it, it replaced a single thing, one yeah. of our jobs <laughs> while yeah, we drive the one car. One No, no, yeah. an automatic car is is a normal car. He goes, no, no, that was the one. So wait, so you did you steered and did pedals the, and did head You did, did the foot checks? and you did the... This, how did you do that?
0: How did you do Instagram? Yeah. Well, it was pretty sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking... That's true, though, eh? Mm. But that's what the... um That MMA chick, she's super young. She's, like, one of the best chicks in Australia, right? Yeah. 22. Yeah. And she was talking about social media, and we're talking about, like, screen times and shit. Yeah. Because right, she had no notifications on, and I was like, you're too famous to have notifications on your fucking phone. Like, yeah. I think you need to clip that. And she was like, oh, you know, like, I've just... Always uh, had a what's phone. What's my screen time? Probably huge. Mine's bad today because I've been working on that new database. So I'm just like constantly fucking trying to figure yeah. it out. Can't remember how to. Check. I've got an hour on Instagram. That's all I give myself a day. Yeah, even it's probably
1: ridiculous. It's usually like six hours. You can a day. just
0: swipe across, oh, like yeah. when oh, you oh, go right. to the home screen. Yeah,
1: I was trying to work out how to do it. Let's let's compare screen times.
0: Oh, mine's sad today, but it's working.
1: T- oh, two hours. That's pr- that's fucking great for me. I'm.
0: 433.
1: Yes, that's what I would normally be at. Yeah, today's
0: time. been an abnormal day for me because I'm, I've been I'm editing, to do so the, I'm still looking at a screen, aren't I? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm at a screen pretty much all day, basically. I want
1: to get those those uh, blue light blocking glasses I'll get you a hook up with that yeah that Sick. Valley
0: Eyewear shout out to yeah. the yeah they,
1: are they good do they actually make a difference
0: uh, my brother's got them I just use these ones because yeah. I actually need them to see yeah but um, yeah Maddie thinks they work alright cool yeah
1: I, I want to try them out I feel like they probably would work yeah I mean, that fucking wanker hipster in a cafe that's wearing glasses doesn't need them he goes <laughs> oh do you have glasses I'm like oh no it's because I'm writing a play <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's about self-loathing Yeah. No, well, uh, yeah. So she was saying that, um, like, she's just never not had a phone. Mm. She can't remember her life without a phone. And Mm. I can remember my life without a phone. Yeah, me too. And I was. And I'm only
1: 25. Yeah. That's a very, very new thing. Yeah. Phones came into my life. How old are you? Uh, 31. Yeah. So you would have even more life. Yeah. Like a so life I was like, living yeah.
0: with no phone. Sixteen, I think, or fifteen when
1: I got a phone. I might have been the same age.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: And and even then it but wasn't touchscreen shit. Yeah,
0: so mine it was like, like a burner phone. Yeah, well I didn't get my I, I think my first real phone would have mm. been when the iPhone came out. I would have yeah. got an iPhone probably two years after it. But I didn't I don't reckon I started using phones like gnarly until maybe 2014. Yeah. I didn't really do Instagram or any yeah. of of that kind of stuff
1: yeah it's probably around the same time oh but, maybe a bit earlier 20 2013 is when i started taking it seriously like 2012 i was just fucking around and then 2013 mm. i was like oh i need to make this a thing yeah and then uh, i stopped seeing sunlight and sunrises <laughs> and instead i just saw notifications
0: it's fucking bad man. yeah it's so more and more i'm noticing it because when i i feel like i had a choice before
1: yeah you don't. And you now have to I have don't a, have a choice. To exist in the world. Especially like my thing, because you probably struggle with it too, like like using Facebook and Instagram, it's like when am I always struggle? Like when am I using it for work and when am I just scrolling through it and wasting time? Because I have to use it for work and sometimes I'm like, well, I need to scroll because I need to know what's yeah. going on so I can make fun of it and write jokes. But but sometimes I'm like, Am I actually fucking doing anything on this shithole? No. Or am I just scrolling doing nothing? And I ninety percent of the time I'm like, Oh, I'm doing nothing. I'm looking at tits and pranks.
0: Yeah. Well, I've stopped basically using a personal account. Like yeah. I don't I don't use one now. And that's what Luke was tripping out. He's like, dude, you need to be using a personal account. I was like, I'm kind of drawing the line. Yeah, like I just don't want to have a personal. account. Oh, so you got
1: Gypsy Tales, but you don't have your account? Yeah.
0: So I've got a personal account, yeah. but I got to a point where I got to a point where a lot of people started adding it mm. that I would recognize from the podcast, and yep. it wasn't like oh look, like, oh, no, fuck them. like. I just no, wanted. So you a, don't want
1: to deal with I hate. I just
0: wanted a thing that yeah. was like my old life. Yeah, in a way, yeah. you know. I was like, these are people that. I've accumulated it's only a few thousand people you but know their like
1: intentions before, basically yeah. because that's that's something that that I struggle with is new people it's like because mm. it, it goes back to that thing of like I never got hit on in my life mm-hmm. the girls were never interested in me until this so so now I'm like well if girls have changed what about everybody else yeah like now you have to be like wary of, of like all the new people that come in it's like I'm fucking totally. do you like me or do you want something mm-hmm. and it's it's a hard thing so that's why i'm i'm like oh, i've got my old people i got my people from fucking that's why you see that shaking up yeah you know that's why i like luke you know we started together uh, before we had anything and and he had nothing to give me i just appreciated hanging out with him and
0: and having a mate that was having into the friend. same thing yeah. yeah
1: to learn comedy learn stand up with and 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 now we're we have we have both you know making something of it yeah. it's like now I know that I can definitely trust that guy because he was hanging out with me when I was a piece of shit and so yeah. was I Yeah. whereas the other people are like oh fuck what does this cunt want
0: yeah no it's so true mm. uh, and I wanted something that I because f- you can feel you feel uh-huh. a shift in like the way that shit just how your life is. Yeah. And I just wanted something where I was like, okay, this is like, that's my old life. I feel like if ever, if I, for whatever reason want to like stop and I don't know, maybe it sounds retarded to think like, well, I'm just going to go back to my old life and like what triggers that is an Instagram account. Yeah. But I just feel like they were people that for whatever reason found out about, because I don't know those fucking few thousand people, obviously. yeah. But it's like, they come into contact with me before I started putting myself out there and i guess looking for it Mm. in a way you know but yeah it was just like yeah it was a weird moment where i was like i'm spending too much time on this thing yeah and if if that started if the personal side of it started getting bigger then it's like then that's two things that you've got to manage and i was Mm -hmm. like i don't even and again i think you notice it when it's like instagram was a luxury yeah now it's a necessity necessity yeah and it's like i can and now that's why i'm trying to do all this automation shit and just mm. try to like spend as less time as possible all i do
1: every day is post it's i've crazy, got hey. facebook instagram instagram stories snapchat stories youtube youtube just added fucking stories uh and oh, i don't I've, think
0: i can do that yet
1: uh, yeah only, you can only do it if you have a certain amount of subscribers yeah. but now i'm like if i got a story like oh hey guys come and see a show. It's like, open up Snapchat. Hey, guys, cozy. Instagram, hey, fuck, see me. It's YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And then by the time I get to use I'm like, yeah, fuck you. See it if you want. I don't care.
0: I'm over it. Yeah. I don't like.
1: I don't hate stories. Like, yeah. all the posting is fine, but the story shit is like, I feel like I can't live my fucking life without showing a bunch of strangers. So I try to do it very limited. Sometimes stories will just be like photos and I get on at like 10 p.m. when I'm in bed and I'll be like, this is... What happened? I don't like doing stories. That's the only because mm. I got my podcast. I do guests on other podcasts. If I'm fucking talking to my phone for like 15 seconds eight times a day, I've got nothing to say. Mm. I'll get home and Mum's be like, "Well, oh, how was your day?" I'm like, "I don't want to speak English today." Watch my fucking story. Yeah, I'm work going it out yourself. Fuck you, Mum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm watch Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, nah, the, it it's a fucking beast of a of a thing <laughs> that you. and you're I don't think people understand that you're forced into it Mm. by the algorithms yeah that's the that's the it's
1: like YouTube if you YouTube you need to post twice a week to really really blow up on there twice a week I remember like it used to be once a week once every couple of weeks I remember back in like 2012 I used to be able to post on Facebook new video comes out two days from now and it would get like a thousand likes people go mm. man can't wait for the video if I did that today man I'm dropping a video in two days people go, go so, I don't give a fuck I'm yeah. wa- I got watching 30 now yeah that from like a bunch of other people now it's like Video and 70% of your fans miss it. So you drop the second one in that same week and then 70% of people miss that. But the people who miss the first one watch the second one and they go, oh, fuck, there's another one. And then yeah. it's like you have to be everywhere at once, posting once a day on everything. It's It's crazy. I mean, I love it because it enables me to do my dream of stand-up comedy and yeah. performing. So it's incredible and I'm very grateful for it. But fuck, it's like, it's a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, it sucks to... It's almost like, well, I guess it's just like anything. It's this free market economy. Yes. YouTube's going, give me the fucking content Mm -hmm. so I can play the fucking ads. There's almost like no real care for the creators themselves. None. None. And you see, and YouTube's so young. Yeah. So it's like you're seeing this burnout and these guys (laughs) that like come and go and these PewDiePie
1: just announced he's taking a break.
0: Really? Biggest YouTuber in the world. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. The home,
1: Him shouting me out is nuts. I
0: know. We should go into that after.
1: Yeah. Um, so, PewDiePie, he, uh, biggest YouTuber in the world, if you don't know. He up, he's he been uploading daily.
0: What's he got, like 200 million subscribers or something? No, he's got
1: <laughs> 60 million, I oh, think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's like 60-something million. That's... Biggest YouTuber in the world. Like, insane. It's he, nearly
0: three Australians.
1: Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And he uploads every day, 10-minute videos every single day. And he's been doing daily for, like almost since he started like years and, years and years and years and years and he just announced like yesterday i think that he's taking a break because he's a little bit burned out. he got married a little bit yeah and i couldn't i couldn't imagine that like getting <sighs> up every day i mean it might be easier because that's the only thing he does i feel like i probably could do that if i didn't do stand-up but like yeah the best thing about stand-up and 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 seeing people is like you see the result and yeah. you meet the people and you meet the fans and you and you say something and people laugh and there's that response yeah. whereas when you're only doing videos you get comments and like that's cool but you don't see the joy you create it's not I tangible suppose. yeah it's not no. real like whereas stand up I can I can I can look out to, you know, Brisbane. I did 450 people and I go, I just made 450 people laugh for an hour. That's fucking, that's a good thing that yeah. I put into the
0: world. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was about a lot of horrible it things. Was, I spoke hateful <laughs> shit, yeah. but
0: we collectively loved it. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, but that that whole, um, like, I guess, like create a burnout <laughs> thing, because it's like, basically, if you don't do this, yeah. you don't get seen. Like we put out... Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You're good there, bro. Yeah, that was that was terrifying. <laughs> it sounded no. like a
1: gargoyle came in. It was just your dog coughing up something.
0: <laughs> what have you been fucking licking, bro? Dude. Um yeah, so we put out a video in 2012. Yeah. That was a 4 5 minute moto. It was moto porn basically, yep. but it was like one of the best videos ever done in Sweet. moto ever. Awesome, put it man. up. I had probably 2,000 subscribers on the channel. Mm -hmm. That was with the team that I worked for. So, like, that's me and Jay, the dude that owned the fucking motocross team. Yeah. Like, creating the account. We got a couple of, you know, maybe... Not even, man. Like, it probably wasn't even 2,000. Just
1: like a bunch of engine nerds. Basically. Yeah. That
0: video got a million views in a week. Crazy. In 2012.
1: In 2012, that's, like, unbelievable.
0: But you couldn't do that now with, like under 2000 subscribers like it yep. wouldn't happen it was purely just so because it would be so
1: insanely rare for that to happen it, could,
0: it couldn't you could, unless mm. it was like some kind of like freak viral deal but you just that doesn't happen now because of the way that the algorithm works mm. but back then it was like YouTube this is as simple as YouTube was oh heaps of people are watching that let's show it to more people yep now not like that. Yeah, it's like, does this account? How much is it posted? What's yeah. the ratio of likes? How many comments? How many so times many are you interacting with the comments? Yeah, and it's like nowadays too. I, I'm sort of. It's been two years of doing this. I've barely done the YouTube thing. It's yeah. just like I upload an episode when it comes out. Maybe if I have yeah. time to edit the video. The biggest thing I probably put effort into is Instagram, and then the actual just, good. The iTunes feed itself.
1: My priority is stand up but in terms of online it's YouTube for me yeah but but I genuinely love YouTube like I love watching it yeah I I am
0: the same yeah Yeah. but it's just the effort that it takes
1: YouTube is definitely the hardest one Mm. but I also think that it's the most rewarding other than podcasts yeah but podcasts don't really make money I would say in terms of money and also fans, YouTube is the hardest but the most rewarding. What's
0: the most like what's the rewarding stuff out of it? Because I haven't really hit the rewarding thing. All I get
1: well, is like
2: shit comments on YouTube, it's, basically. It's
1: the best, it's in terms of money, it they've YouTube has figured out the best monetization system. Uh, yeah. And it's not very good. No, but oh, it is the we best don't make shit. It is the best of them out there. Like Facebook just did monetization, but it's dog shit. Yeah. And Facebook's dead in the water anyway. They it's did crazy, it too late. hey. Yeah. Facebook is... The death of Facebook has happened so rapidly. Like, in the last two years, Facebook... It's crazy to me. Facebook used to be my number one priority. If I get big on Facebook, I'll make it. And that... And and I used to post anything and it would get thousands of likes. Like, it was really engaged and then they kept changing it, kept changing it, kept changing it. And now, like, I think on there I have 110,000 likes. I'll post something and it will get 30 likes like people don't even use it. And I don't think it's because that's a bad post. I think that people aren't even on there or, or when they are on there. Like me, when I scroll through Facebook, I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I on this app? <laughs> Close.
0: I don't have a Facebook app on my phone. Yeah. I literally don't use people it. People just have Messenger. I don't post to it. Yeah. Yep. I have, uh, only reason I have a Facebook account mm. is for Messenger. Yep. I don't, I don't have, I, I'm on private. I don't take any friend requests. Yep. I don't, I don't even look at friend requests. Me neither. I, I don't give yeah. The sickest cunt in the world could have tried to follow me on Facebook yeah. would never know. Who cares? Still yeah. not even gonna look at it after I mentioned this. Yeah, just out of curiosity.
1: Yeah, it's just dead. It. It's, it's uh, but it was strange. like so fast. The
0: biggest, the behemoth. Yeah. Like you, you would have net even two years ago. Yeah, you would have net like that was when I saw this. I was like, oh, I gotta fucking do the Facebook thing, and like I yeah. probably made eight videos on Facebook. Yeah,
1: then that's why. That's why I put so much effort into being on all the platforms because as shit mm. as it is, any of them could die at any moment. YouTube could die tomorrow, and then what? If you're only on YouTube, you're fucked.
2: Because
1: mm. that's like that's the scary thing. And you know, YouTube is hasn't made a profit for years. That could very well happen. Amazon could start a competitor, and then it would die like that. Mm. Could just be over. You know, Amazon bought Twitch, and they got live streaming. And YouTube has no live streaming. Maybe Twitch is making Did money. YouTube, YouTube get
0: rid of the live streaming. No, they haven't, oh, okay.
1: but like, it's not big at all. Nah. Like, If you want live streaming, you go to Twitch and Mixer just started, started up by Mi- Microsoft, a competitor, it's called Mixer, Yeah. and they're putting heaps of money into that. But whether or not that works, who knows? Or maybe it will work and it'll kill Twitch. You just have to be on, if you're in this shit, you've got to be on everything Fuck. and take it seriously because at any moment, Snapchat died. I was big on Snapchat. I was getting like 18, 20,000 players on everything I put up, bang,
0: 2,000 cunts watch me there now. I just never saw Snapchat being big though.
1: I did because you could because it was the the place to send photos of your dick. Yeah, and tits but that's what to each other. That's what it was for, and that's what it kind of still is for. I was
0: going to say that's kind of still what it's for. Yeah, but there's no money in nah. sending secret pictures and secret messages that delete themselves. Like uh, I just didn't ask
1: Sedgie Fergo. She made a few stacks. <laughs> yeah, true. That's why I downloaded
0: it. Well, chip, well. I think that she
1: needs to, she, they need it, she needs a share in that company, man. The, that the only reason everyone in like my high school downloaded the app because everyone found out, bro, there's this stripper with huge fake tits that just posts their pussy on Snapchat. And I was like, sold. I am in. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't
0: even know that that was a
1: thing. Yeah. It, it was a huge thing. She got banned. right? Oh, really? And then she started her own thing. And then she was kind of like the first, like, chick just you know how all those uh, those only fans girls that like yeah they kind of have their own private fees and you can pay to see i them fucking love that i think nudes. that's the
0: best thing ever
1: that's that is great i've never done it but like i think that's really good that's like taking, you've never
0: posted the nudes of
1: uh-huh. you don't have that no i've never subscribed i mean but i <laughs> but i think um taking the power well away you've got from five that, brothels the, around you so yeah, it's I like don't you don't really it. need to yeah. like. I think that's cool that's that's real hustle shit I love that all those girls I making their the own money out of it because you
0: know? the thing is that for me with that is that porn was dominated by seedy mm-hmm. old male fucks and they were making the racks and, and then see, they would just you see
1: how horrible the, the film industry is imagine like all that me too movement yep bro I bet porn stars were watching that me too movement going <laughs> wait that's it you got off what? he touched your ass and he and over clothes Bro, that's crazy. I had to go through a gangbang and, and then halfway through I found that I wasn't getting paid. Fuck me. Actually, don't. I've had enough of that.
0: Dude, could you imagine some of the atrocities that would have gone oh, down yeah. in, in that world? You yeah. know, like Louis C.K. Yeah. That's it.
1: Oh, he came in front of you, not on you. That's, that's it. Bro, have a holiday. Relax. <laughs> smile a bit. You got a lot.
0: Yeah. But that's the reality of that whole, like, private snapchat thing i think it's yeah. fucking awesome is that chicks can
1: they got the power back
0: well that's like uh have you ever heard of adam 22 yeah yeah so his chick Lana, the plug
1: i bought a house off her vagina she
0: is was the number three porn mm-hmm. star on Pornhub. yeah and she uploaded a handful of videos mm-hmm. she did cam stuff and had one of the biggest private snaps in the world yeah and it's like number fucking three on porn I star. Bet she'd
1: be making more money than him Probably, I would
0: think they are a fucking power couple, dude. Yeah, it is not, nu- and they just like have fucking threesomes. They just do whatever. Um,
1: that's that looks like such a great life, and then I think, what about the kid? <laughs> It was like, great, make your money. He'll have the best life ever. He'll have every Xbox, the newest PlayStation when it comes out. He gets it day one. He'll meet all these cool rappers. But at the end of the day, he's going to go to school. And fucking Tom, who just hit puberty, was like, I jacked off to your mom (sighs) last night.
0: But I feel like, I don't know. Mm, Fuck. I feel like I need to have a point of reference. Because there's thousands of kids that have porn star moms. Yeah. Or I like, don't
1: think we're going to know what that's like real for effect the next 20 years mm. because that's very, very new. And it's a know. very
0: small population of people. Yeah. But you got to think even the Kardashians, man. Yeah. Like, what's that's the thick. effect of... Yeah, true. I've seen Ray J dick down Kim Yeah, it's more than awful. once.
1: She put no effort in, no, right? She I was don't know.
0: a terrible... don't know what dancer. Kanye is doing there. <laughs> <laughs> she was very bad in that
1: yeah. scenario. Like, yeah, she really had to lift. It's like... Do uh, more. Seeing that was like, man... That's why you should never have sex with an eleven because they don't need to put in effort. Mm-mm. They're just they're like, all right, I'm here, so that's what I'm bringing to the table.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Go, yeah, <laughs> and they can do that. Fair enough, because they are an eleven, and it's an absolute honor to share the bed with you. But you know, lift a little bit, please.
0: When you when you bang a chick like that,
1: I'm speaking like I've done that. I have not. Right, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not coming close to an eleven. Right, I know what, I know what I look like facebook likes doesn't get me up that far the ladder far up that the ladder i got can't speak
0: english i got two words for you bro and it's gonna it's gonna change and you're gonna fuck elevens yeah it's called a netflix special (laughs) i'm trying i'm trying that's it it's not too far away the trajectory (laughs) is right if you could plot it on a graph and say like forecasting it's looking good yeah i
1: had to crowdfund the special have you you
0: got a girlfriend now
1: yeah i do how long have you been with her i've been with her for six years since like 2013 or so yeah so like yeah. fuck the Netflix
0: special I mean unless you I'm say, good, yeah. unless you say to her like you reckon you could say like look <laughs> no. You know, no you
1: know, I, I wouldn't want to no I'm very <laughs> I'm very happy with her she <laughs> was here before all of that stuff and I wouldn't yeah. be this far with her as much as I joke around she's like that's my girl mm. so I'm very happy
0: yeah that that's a a very uh, solid thing to like have someone that was there before when well, you get into a I situation like I think about like it that. like
1: I will never have that again no there's, it is impossible. It will never ever happen again. Um, if something, God forbid, were to happen, and I and I and I had to go into the dating realm, I don't know what. Like, I I don't know how you could find. They would have to also be famous. Like, mm. I used to always wonder why celebrities always dated I celebrities. I think that now, man. Yeah. I think that now. And it's like, oh, now I'm like, I'm not a celebrity, but I have a little bit of fucking mm-hmm. internet clout, and and I, you know, you just get hit on by girls. They find out about it and then they're like, "Oh, now I'm interested." And it's like, "I just talked to you 40 seconds ago, and you didn't look at me twice, and you wouldn't even make eye contact. Mm. Now you looked at your phone and searched my name, and all of a sudden, I've become Brad Pitt. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I would do if I was single. Like, I don't know how you would find someone. They would have to also mm. be famous and understand it, because that's kind of the only, the only way that that you can be on the same level, I suppose, and yeah. find out that they actually like." you for you because they don't need your shit they got their their, own thing yeah
0: yeah i've wondered i've wondered about that stuff even i mean even before doing this and again it's not like any of us are fucking that mega level famous but that's what's crazy there is a thing where you can search names and then be like oh that's what that you know Mm. it is appealing to some people yeah and
1: and it's not the best people uh -uh. i think the ones that are most into that that's like a Red flag, yeah, like, they're the oh, red
0: flag people, but yeah. like, how the fuck do you, d- yeah, you know, it's not like that's an easy thing to decipher because, yeah, that's the thing about red flags mm. people aren't just waving them around when nope. they got them, it's in their they're back fucking, pocket. yeah, <laughs> they're real deep yeah. inside yeah. the little fucking yeah. little chest I love pocket.
1: Video games, too, yeah, oh, Fortnite, and then you that's know, my shit, play video games for a little bit. Six months later, she's throwing dinner plates at your head,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck and she's FIFA. accurate because
1: she played Fortnite with you for six
0: months. <laughs> But there's a certain thing too where I think it can go both ways though, especially when you've got mm. like the demands of a new schedule. So mm. it's like you've been with your chick for six years, and it's like there would have been an old Lewis that worked at the call center yeah. that came home at five every single night yeah. that didn't have any of the girls that are yeah. hitting him up that didn't have any of the new, uh, the the fame that comes along with it. Yeah. There's definitely i don't give a fuck who you are like you have to work hard mm. to suppress your ego yeah. in in these situations yeah for sure like you fucking really really yeah. do and i've been more conscious of it than ever you in, have to be because
1: otherwise you end up being that guy at the restaurant
0: going don't you know who i am where the fuck's yeah. my salmon well and it's just like a a general outlook that you can have too yeah like you can have like a really egotistical fucked up outlook that puts yourself way before like anyone else to the point where you, you really know, don't you, even think about th- it.
1: You kind of need a little bit of that to achieve anything.
0: That's the fucking, that's so the head fuck of it It's all. like
1: the balance between like, well, I, I have to, it's like you can't achieve success in anything, whether it's like performing or business or whatever you can't achieve something without thinking in your mind that you deserve it because mm-hmm. if you you can want it but you won't do anything if you don't feel like you deserve it because mm-hmm. then you will you you know that's like oh well it's not for me because I, I don't deserve it and this mm-hmm. and that but you have to like feel like you know what I fucking deserve
0: a Netflix special yeah. you
1: won't get it unless you fucking think that you it should be yours
0: yeah the whole believe and achieve deal
1: yeah so but but then you have to balance that between like being uh, a
0: good person still.
1: Yeah, it's like just because I think I deserve success doesn't mean I am also better than other people. Mm. You got to find that balance because if you get it off, you know, maybe if you're too humble, you won't do shit. But if you're if you're not striving towards, if you're striving too hard, maybe you forget about everyone and you prioritize yourself over all things and you become this selfish dude who makes it and then looks around and goes guys I did it I fucking did it I told you where where is everyone guys?
0: and everyone else guys. is like that guy's a fucking cunt yeah no it's fucking so true yeah but then to be in a relationship with a person that isn't doing those same yeah. things that is like that Mm. could be a a hard sort of balance to kind of find as well right
1: yeah well the the thing that we kind of like this year is the most i've toured and been outside of melbourne ever like which is which is comedian in me that's amazing that's awesome boyfriend in me is like i need to spend more time with her it's such a hard balance to hit because it's like well fuck i need to do these things because you know, I, I I need to become a comedian and the more I perform, the better I get, and I obviously, yeah. you know, need to make money and this and that. But then yeah, it's like it's it's finding that balance and that's why, you know, eventually, you know, that's why Kevin Hart takes his wife and kids on the private jet. Yeah, because private if he did planes. You would never yeah. see him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a fucking it's such like a weird thing. And then to ask somebody to have understanding yeah. about something that they can't understand. Mm. It's like, yeah, 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 but I just need you to understand that although I'm away and all this stuff's happening, like I'm thinking about you or I'd I'd rather be at home, but this is what it has Mm. to be. And it's like you're kind of asking somebody to understand such a foreign scenario. Yeah. And then it's like, how the fuck do you get that message across?
1: Yeah. It's just about, you know, I guess fucking just being a piece of shit when you come home and just like doing nothing <laughs> with them you know just like throwing it all away and just fucking hanging out with them and just spending time with them I just, yeah. you just have to prioritize it's like it's it's a, the the main thing that i'm kind of learning from this is like time is so so valuable and you need to mm. you need to be prioritizing your time like i have to i can't fucking be on the phone all day answering calls and sorting out meetings and Doing this and that because I need to be writing jokes for the show because I could book in the whole tour and spend my whole year on the phone posting yeah. and making videos and then I can have like the biggest A fucking show shit, ever yeah. and then I I'm, it's sold out and everyone's really excited and I walk on stage and I'm like I didn't write it <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> you know and then the same thing is like you know you got to prioritize it's like you know when's girlfriend time when's family mm. time when's this and that it's like so important to to properly prioritize that's what I'm really trying to trying to do do well is like use my time properly Mm. and make sure that i that i give everything in my life that i that is important the time and anything that's not important gets no time
0: now i feel guilty (laughs) (laughs) for making you sit here through this shit
1: two hour podcast i miss my
0: girlfriend (laughs) but what what do you do like have you found yourself getting better at time management was it something that you weren't good at to start with because like i was saying that's Mm. literally where i'm at now is like I'm gonna go as fucking weirdly deep as I can to yeah. try and manage my life, yeah. which feels pretty out of control.
1: Yeah, it's it's. I've gotten a lot. You know what? I've gotten I've gotten a lot better at managing my days when I'm at home, but I've but because traveling this much is super new for me. Like I did my my Lewis Spears tour, and then we also t- straight after that we toured the Luke oh, and Luke Lewis and Lewis podcast, yeah. and then now I'm in Gold Coast for a week planning. 2020 and i'm planning all these other things where i'm going to be away from home and then before this i was flying up here flying up there doing gigs and comedy clubs and all that kind of stuff that wasn't like lewis spears shows but i was away that's completely new to me so i kind of fucked that up this year of like oh shit my girlfriend goes hey you weren't really home for six months and i didn't see you and i was like oh no shit Anyway, I've got a flight tomorrow, so see you later.
0: Can we deal with this in 2021? Yeah, yeah.
1: so so that's what... So I'm, I've gotten heaps better at managing my days and delegating. I got this year, which I was really stressed about, like giving editing to somebody else. Yeah. And hi- I hired somebody and I, I, I hired a warehouse and a workspace so I could go to work, which was really good for me because when I came home, I was like, I'm home and I don't work mm. here like having a space because when i ran everything out of my bedroom yep. work was home and home was work and whenever you I literally
0: listen, like type and then roll into bed and yeah. then get up and then type yep and then you, that's your fucking and it life
1: it was like when i wasn't working at home i felt guilty and then when i was working at home i wasn't being efficient because there was all this other shit around so now i'm like i go to work and there's only work here and then i go home and there's only home there and it's like a nice separation
0: yeah
1: um but but what but what I did mess up was like just I need I didn't like make sure to schedule in time when I was home. Yeah, uh, it was just like flying, flying in and out airports, this and that, just like saying yes to everything. Yeah, like I hosted some fucking shit corporate for a big telecommunications company, and I was on stage doing this dumb thing. I can't talk about it because contracts. Yeah, and I remember thinking like, what the fuck am I doing? This isn't stand up. This is for, this is for like Telstra. Yeah. It wasn't for Telstra. This is to entertain like Telstra fucking employees. What am I doing? And then, and then, uh, yeah, so just like shit, saying yes to everything, I suppose. Yeah. Was what I messed up this year. Because, you know, when you get, when you're so used to, when you're on when the you're just come climbing. up, you have to take yeah. everything. You yeah. absolutely have to take everything. And you get in this mindset of, of like, I will do every single thing I get because there are hardly any opportunities. And then you finally get to a place where, you're good, and you can relax a little bit, and and you're like you, but you have this. But you in your can't brain drop that mindset because it took so long to get there, and you you trained yourself for five years or whatever to be like, I say yes to everything, and I'll work hard, and then you get too many opportunities, and you say yes to all of it, and then you go fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm freaking out yeah. So that's that's what I'm next year is going to be. I feel like much more structured of like I'm I'm home and I'm doing this, and I'm going over there, and it's it's a hard balance because it's like hopefully it will always be changing and always evolving and always going up. Yeah. And it's like every year is like a new thing to try and work out how to manage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I've been, I've call it new busy. Yeah, I feel like you get a handle on shit. So it, to relate it to this, we had the studio, we never had a studio. Mm-hmm. So I just do it wherever. Like I used mm-hmm. to, we got the warehouse next door as well. So I'd like set up there. My brother used to work and live out of that. Yeah. So I'd like, that would be the thing. And I'd have a couple hours and then we'd do the podcast and it was once a week. And then that was kind of like, you're busy, you're trying to figure it out. And it's like, I feel like I spent the same amount of time working on the podcast when it was one episode a week not even in a studio. Yeah. Uh, but it's because all of the surrounding scenarios just required more time.
1: Scheduling. Because it's scenario. like you got to schedule yeah.
0: around somebody else and then the guests and yeah. then you don't really know the editing process as well. You don't really kind of have the platforms as dialed and then yeah. like, ah, oh, I've got to get it on iTunes and then it's like yeah. so that then you get to the point where it's like you get in the rhythm with that and then you're mm. like, oh, I'm on top of it. Yeah. All good. And then you go, all right, well, I've just moved into this new place, got a big-ass garage, yeah. it's time to build a studio. Mm. And then you take on that work, that yeah. work that was, like, pretty routine and you're pretty scheduled, and then you add in this new thing. build, Which is, like, level yeah. up. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now I'm new busy. Yeah. Because I've kind of got this dialed, but then this is completely like, a shambles. It's like plateaus. Yeah.
1: I feel like, I, for me, it's like every two years you have a big expansion and mm. then you have to spend six months Getting to that Dealing next step, it. yeah, and then the next six months is like getting used to it, and then the next the the next year you can just live on that step for a little bit and just enjoy it and and try and make it to the next one. Yeah. Don't do anything too big, and then the cycle repeats it's like that you're getting a new space and now you have a new space you can do more episodes and they look better so you get more listens and then and then all of a sudden it'll be like well fuck we're making more money and it's better time for another space or the next thing or a spin-off or whatever and it's just yeah it's just like slowly stepping up you're just constantly getting getting comfy and then getting uncomfortable and moving up
0: again but it's hard to know when you should go yeah that's eh, the hard thing because like i rent the i do the rental side of this now because i i i I enjoy the process of the production and i just think that that's never gonna leave because that's all i did i had a massive production company in america Mm -hmm. and we flew all over the world for 10 years to do it so i just think there's a whatever box it just ticks some boxes for me yeah and i kind of wish it didn't (laughs) you know because now
1: you're like a face which you're probably not used to oh yeah
0: no not at all I was never that but I think more more just the, I just I take on the production shit like that it's like a it's it's a hobby Uh, it's like a the challenge of it Mm. is what I enjoy so then I go oh the Gypsy Tales thing's cool but maybe I could produce three other people's podcasts out of spaces that I've built (laughs) and let you do all of it Yeah, but you know it's like that when do you just go, no, maybe I should just do this Mm. and be good with it. But then it's like, you doesn't, doesn't feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, I can't stay on that plateau for too long. And I, I'm trying to figure out now. I'm like, is that the right thing to do? Mm. Or are you doing it out of some other reason? Is there some, is there some weird reason why you want to take more shit on? Trying to get,
1: yeah, you're just trying to prioritize and make sure that, you're working as efficiently and as happily as possible. Mm. It's a hard balance.
0: Is it, is it a trip to see how far that you've come over the last like five, six years?
1: It's crazy, especially the last, the last two years for me have been like, like now I'm at a point where I'm like, holy shit, it's big now. Like I did like this whole tour, all of the major cities, I did theatres, like they all sold out. Like I did, I, like last year, I did 450 people in Brisbane which was a, like a fucking rock concert it was crazy best show i've ever done in my life the, and i was like man that's huge i couldn't believe it this year i did 600 and i was like fuck it's that's even bigger so, so now i'm like i am like doing a thousand people in melbourne and doing multiple shows and selling them out like that like i'm me 2012 i'm in my dream i'm yeah. currently in yep. it Yep. And I, I've 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 just finished my tour and I just finished the Luke and Lewis tour a few days ago and now I'm kind of sitting here with not much to do for the rest of the year. I'm like, fuck. I'm doing the the dream. I'm I'm in the middle of it. I tried I I'm trying to have like I'm trying to recognize it that yeah. I'm in that moment now. Like it's it's like this is the shit that I was dreaming of. This is the shit that when I was twelve and I saw Leno Woodley for the first time in a one thousand seat, I was like, Man, I wanna do that. I'm in it. Now, so I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to recognize. Like, I haven't made it, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I'm there. You're in the thick of it. I'm in the very like mm. the first steps of getting there, I suppose. Mm. Um, so I'm trying to appreciate it, and it's it's fucking it's cool. It's really really cool. Cause Is I remember, it easy
0: or hard for you to appreciate it?
1: It's easy. It's like it's it's hard to to recognize the sometimes. things you should appreciate. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's hard to like recognize that I should stop and appreciate. But but when I do stop and I think about what I'm doing, I'm like, fuck, this is it. This is the the dream. You know, for me, like when I when I worked for an when I had no job for an entire year, I was like, man, I haven't I haven't had a boss for a year with just dick joke money. That's crazy (laughs) to me. And now it's been like five, Uh, so it's it's really really cool. Um, It's easy to appreciate. It's hard to stop. And so I can appreciate, I suppose.
0: Do you feel like you and um, Luke and Frenchie (laughs) and Mm -hmm. Isaac and that crew of guys, do you feel like you're just pioneering a new thing in Australia? Absolutely. Because that's what it looks like to me and that's what I'm excited to have you on and Luke on because I feel it. Like I can feel what's going on with you guys and Mm -hmm. I respect the fuck out of it and I know that it is self-produced and it is this like, you are all these self-made fucking hustlers that have this talent and just grinded through and it was like a group of you at the same sort of time and it's crazy to think that you guys could be, like there's a fuckload of people that are going to come after you that are coming up off what you guys did.
1: Well, that's what's really interesting is now we're starting to see the next gen. Are you seeing that already? just the beginning of it all of the 18 year olds in melbourne they all like whenever i'll because i still i perform quite regularly to
0: like because just at clubs and stuff just
1: clubs comedy rooms and stuff and, and you'll always see that like 18 year old kid it's his first six months and mm. and, and now they'll come up to me and ask for advice on well not only stand up but also like videos and and how to brand yourself and and how to what to upload and cameras and, and stuff like that. i was like holy fuck that would never happen yeah. before. Because the main thing that all of us who do the online thing and who have audiences, the the one thing that we all have in common is that everyone told us to fuck off. Yeah. The industry didn't want us. None of us, re- none of the industry respected what we were doing. And in fact, they actively tried to hinder us and hold opportunities really? from us. Oh, yeah. I got stories. Fuck. Other comedians talking shit. Um you know just outright getting no's because of what we're doing i've had comedy clubs in in tasmania go oh we don't book online comedians and so oh okay cunt, you wouldn't have joe rogan you wouldn't have him you wouldn't have fucking bill burr theo vaughn you wouldn't have any of those guys online comedians really
0: that's fucked up
1: yeah it's there's a there's a huge thing in the comedy industry that doesn't like the online thing it's getting a little bit better because they're slowly starting to realize oh fuck they are right they are the future
0: i think that i mean i'm not like i'm in the industry to know but Mm. one of the things that i could see is that they just don't have the license that you have they don't have the freedom that you have and i think it's similar Mm. to even the stuff like when i'll cover races and i cover yeah. like i get the top dudes in the sport like globally like yeah they, we got the top dudes literally fly to australia to do like events and stuff yeah. and they'll come here to do this awesome because they can go fuck yeah fuck this was sick i fucking yeah. hate that like i don't care and they i don't i'm not owned by hours like yeah.
1: what in in what media setting can a motocross rider talk for more than 30 seconds without going <laughs> <laughs> you know like that's not the, your shit is probably the only non-puffed out interview that any kind of like, <laughs> like motocross or athlete no, guy can fine. do right I'll tell you what it is I think this is what I've thought about this a lot because I remember when I first started all I wanted to do was was get into the industry and and, and all I wanted to do was be a peer I wanted to be a comedian, yeah. like be part of it, part of the festival, part of this, part of that. And then I got in and I started with this online thing and having this online audience and I just got walls and actively pushing against people. On my third gig that I ever booked, I messaged this one room and they said, sorry, we, um, your style of humor goes against our ethos. And, I, and that, really, that fucking hurt me deep because I was just a kid who, who wanted yeah, to be a true. comedian and all I was met with was just like, Pushback from the industry I wanted to be part of, and I've thought about it a lot. Why this shit happens? Because in the comedy scene, there's 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 two ways of making it. One, which is what we're doing, which you know, people have we've kind of invented, I suppose, not just me, but lots of other people, but the ten of us also have kind of built, uh, and or the other way, which is the only other way, which is. You do the festival and then people who run the festival choose you. Maybe you do raw comedy for the first time and then if you do well in raw you might win or you might place and then you do uh, you might do Class Clowns or Fresh Faces and you're all you're chosen for these opportunities and you keep moving and you keep getting selected. Maybe you do the Comedy Festival Roadshow and they take yeah. you to the regional towns and then maybe eventually you'll work yourself up and you can do uh, the gala or you can get a really good festival-managed venue in the hub of the city and they'll promote you. And, and, and maybe and along that.
0: the way you meet a manager. That, yeah, meet a manager
1: yeah. and then you get a meeting with a radio show and this and that blah, blah, blah. Basically, you are... Anointed and chosen, and you move because other people say yes. You may move to the next step, and there's like, there's. I won't get too detailed about it, but there's pretty much a step by step program of how it works, um, and there's and basically all of these people who have invested five, ten years into this program, are essentially waiting for their turn. Yeah. And like, man, as soon as fucking Husey retires from radio. Maybe I could step up and I could do drive. When when Will Anderson stops doing the Triple M breakfast... I could step in and fill his role. It's like waiting and waiting and being chosen and being moved by other people and
0: and then and all constantly of a sudden playing the game that you have to the play game, to do that.
1: Sucking dick, yep. not being too not offensive, swearing, not saying not this, not saying anything, yep. not making too good points because the festival loves zany comedy with sound effects.
0: Mosque shooter. <laughs> Can't say shit. <laughs>
1: Can't say that, right? So you have to play really play the game and wait your turn. Then all of a sudden, and this is why I kind of understand the pushback now, all of a sudden I come along and Frenchie and, and Neil Colhatkar and, and, and all these people and then later, a few years later, Isaac Butterfield comes past and we just come out and we just start doing it ourselves, making videos, attracting a fan base that was not given to us by anybody and all of a sudden, without paying our dues, without... Uh, waiting in line without getting anointed without doing raw comedy or fresh faces or any of that bullshit we start doing shows selling Mm -hmm. out shows having fans and and getting gigs off that and then all of these people who have been have been waiting and waiting and waiting and playing the game they look at us and they go hey what the fuck you pushed in you pushed in we've been waiting for years and you fucking pushed in and then we're kind of standing there going well there is no queue (laughs) yeah like I feel like that scene in Mean Girls. Like the limit does not exist. Yeah. There is no queue. Yeah. And 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 he I, doesn't
0: even go here. <laughs> yeah. Like I
1: feel I feel that energy of like I understand it. I think that's what it is. It's like I invested so much fucking time and I did I did everything right and this cunt came out of nowhere, broke all the rules and moved past me. That's fucking bullshit. And instead of getting angry at the system or or seeing that and being inspired by it. It's a lot easier just to be like, fuck that guy. He cheated. He doesn't Mm -hmm. deserve the success because he hasn't put in what I put in. Whereas now what we're starting to see is the new generation are looking at all these people stuck in traffic going, Mm -hmm. fuck, move, I want a job, I want a job. And they look at us just doing it and they go, oh, shit, that looks easier. I want to do that. I can see myself doing that. I just have to work hard, eat shit, and make stuff until I attract an audience. And so now they're doing that. Yeah. And there's all these poor cunts that have stuck, like put eight years into this queue. They can't really turn around. They're stuck. There's people behind them. If they
0: turn around... And then if they start doing what you're doing, then that queue evaporates. Yeah. You know, they're not... They're going to get us in that same way. But I think it's like, even what we were saying before, like I've got this audience and I'm the only one that's doing this or whatever the case may be. But it's like, you guys created an audience. Like Isaac... His show is fucked up. Yeah. Like, it's awesomely fucked up. Yeah. And there was so many moments where I'm just going, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho, ho. Yeah. Like, them laughs. Yeah, not, a lot of the not, stuff. Not like yeah. the fart joke, fucking, oh, yeah. yeah, me dad fucking chase me around the clothesline. <laughs> yeah. Like, that Doing kind a silly of silly dance, playing shit. an MP3. Yeah. Like, fucking. ABC comedy shit. Yeah. And it's like, you guys took advantage you yeah. did the Trump thing you spoke to the people that weren't getting catered for
1: well that's that's the biggest thing in Australia especially the only people making comedy in Australia is the, is the ABC and then they don't need they really don't need to give the people what they want they got they're getting funded by the government and whatever and I, I and it's just the
0: to and me. There's a, there's a market for that too.
1: Yeah, there is a market for that. You know, if if you're also a comedian and you don't laugh at normal things like an average person does, you laugh yeah. at weird shit. Yeah. You know, that's there's your market making your mates laugh. Yeah, you can do that. Make TV <laughs> yeah. shows for that. I wonder why no one's watching. Yeah, right. I wonder why all the shows are getting cancelled. Right, but yeah, or you can just fucking do shit for real people about how the world is. Like that's why I don't yeah. censor myself. I love dark humor. I love like making fun of things that are taboo and all that kind of shit because people want it. And it's it's about how the world is,
0: not yeah. how the world you, should be. It should be. You yeah. know? That's a fucking really good way to look at it. Um, How was the, the live podcast? You guys looked like you had a fucking ball. Yeah, it was
1: great. Really, really good the um it was very fun we've, we with luke and i that was the first time luke and i have performed with each other we've never performed together
0: yeah because right
1: we're, we're, we view ourselves as individual stand-up comedians where our priority is mine mine is me his is him and then we have luke and lewis as a collaborative project that's a bit of a side hustle uh, podcast thing after we left radio uh, and then we just it started going well. So we decided to tour it. So we'd never been on stage at the same time working together for an hour. Yeah. So the first one was like was fun, but it was a bit of a learning curve. Uh, the second one was great. And then the rest of them have been awesome. We did five shows. And they've just been fucking really, really great.
0: Did you have like a format that you were trying to stick to? or
1: Not really, because we don't really have a format for the show I think what we learned was in future instead of touring the podcast and doing dates on dates on dates like you do with stand up that's a little bit hard because it's not pre-written yeah. Like stand up, we. I spend the whole year writing an hour and then I tour it and each show's a little bit different because there's crowd, crowd work, work and, and I slowly and, yeah. evolve the show, but the spine of it is this joke, then this joke, then that joke, then this joke, yep. and I know they all work yeah, because you have a set list. this one took me six months and that one took me eight months and, and you run through it like, you know, a musician playing their songs. They know yep. what they're doing, right? Yep um whereas the podcast it's all improv not planned at all so yeah. i think what we took away from it was very very hard to you know we did three shows in a row one weekend and it was like we the first one was amazing the second one was good and then the third one was great but we really had to work to mm. not not do just repeat, th- repeat repeat because and and the only thing that happened in between those two shows was traveling Flying to the next one it, yeah so it's like what the fuck do we talk about so they were great but it was very hard so i think in future we'll do the same amount of shows per year but we'll probably spread them out and make each one a one-off like planned experience yeah because the only one that we did plan really well was Melbourne we did the Logies, like instead of the Logies, the Luke and Lewis award show so like best co-host best joke worst co-host like just dumb award show and we planned that like we had like a run sheet, and that was incredible. That'll be coming out soon.
0: So and I was going to say, you guys are going to release them to the public.
1: Yeah, they're all out now, except for the Logies, which we're going to spend more time on editing in like graphics. Cool. We're going to make it look like the logies. It was because it was that good. We want to spend time on That's it. That's fucking it awesome. Out. Did it you was so fun. did you
0: do any bits or anything uh, like any stand up during yeah. the live podcast? Yeah. So
1: before the shows. Um, uh, Luke and I did stand up separately, like fifteen minutes each. Cool. Uh, and but that's not included in the recording. That was just for the people there, just working on new stuff and yeah, trying out some shit and and all of that. So that was really fun to do as well.
0: Yeah, fuck, that's mm. awesome. I was doing. I was doing. We had a show in Melbourne at Marvel, yeah. The same fucking night i was yeah. like come on you can't be serious that's right I, I was there but we're
1: always touring we'll be back
0: yeah well i really want to see like both of you guys yeah. perform but i'm sure it will at some point point. and i actually want to get both of you on at the same time too well we could do
1: that later in the week yeah we cool. got a day off we, and you could just bank that and release it yeah. at some point
0: yeah maybe we should do that yeah this we week. should luke I and
1: i talked about that too it'd be cool to yeah. come on together after we've done
0: separate ones fuck it's so funny dude like yeah me and him literally went from never knowing each other mm. it was like this me and you we sat yep. down and didn't know it. we were fucking with each other every weekend for a month sick like just not planned yeah at luke all. pretty
1: much just lived in gold coast I know, for, I, for a little bit yeah that's so, that traveling shit i've been talking about both of us have been doing that heaps and oh, it's like it's fuck
0: fun. it's funny because my thing with the podcast was mm. when i moved back from america i was like i kind of just want a thing where i don't have to travel because yeah. like I've forgotten you more did 10 countries, years of that. Yeah. 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 Like I've forgotten more countries than most people have been to. Yeah, and it's like I just it was. Oh God,
1: those guys are having a revolution. I forgot
0: they existed. <laughs> Fuck, dude, that's like some. I had an argument with my friend. I was like, I've never been to Norway, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: staunchly. There's photos. Yeah, this is you with <laughs> the prime minister of Norway <laughs> yeah. sucking his cock. That's you.
0: With Jeffrey Epstein. He's filming it. (laughs) I thought that was gone. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like he literally was like, no, dude, that was Norway. Here's a photo of you in Norway. And I'm like, I'm like riding my friend's back. And I'm like, oh, I do remember that. But that was the thing with the podcast. I'm like, nah, I'm fucking, I'm staying home. I'm yeah. not fucking leaving. Mm. And then now all I've done is travel. That's cool. Because people fucking, yeah. I don't that's know. how it works. It's just, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, fuck, maybe I'm <laughs> just, maybe I'm just a gypsy for life. There you go. It is called Gypsy Tales. Well, That's, that's how it works. That's where it come from. And yeah. I'm still being a fucking gypsy. That's fine. It was like, it was supposed to be ironic. Mm. Like that's where the name, I don't even know if I've ever said where the name come from. Yeah. The name was supposed to be ironic. Yeah. Because it's like i'm not a gypsy anymore yeah like i've stopped traveling the tales these, are the from ta- these are the gypsy yeah. tales like it's fucking yeah. done and then it's like nah bruh yeah. you're a fucking gypsy that's funny so all right we'll wrap it up but i really appreciate you coming on i yeah, think it was no a worries. fucking fun show yeah we went everywhere yeah it was good it was and, a lot
1: of fun i appreciate you having me on and everybody listening i'm i don't know how many people know of me but i have uh for your people listening because I appreciate the platform. If you want to check out my comedy special, I've got a little uh, Gypsy Tales discount code for Ooh. you. spearscom slash watch. 20% off. Just type in Gypsy with a discount code. It'll last until January 10th. Just made it up then. Bit of an impulse discount code. If you want to check out my stand-up, it's really, really good.
0: Yeah. I didn't know that you had a special on uh, online. The,
1: the- I crowdfunded it.
0: Oh, so so, did you do it through Verve as well?
1: No. So I... Uh, So, what I did, I'll tell the story. It's an interesting story. So, what I did, um, and it's at lewespears.com/slash watch. What I did was, I was at this point where I was about three, four years in, and I was like, I'm fucking good now. I know I'm good, and I'm ready for a special. I got the fan base. I can sell tickets. I'm fucking good. I have the perfect hour. It's time for a special. So, it's like that industry thing. I was like, I I still wanted to be part of I still wanted to play the game. So, I was like, all right, went to ABC. went to all these networks went here went there went to distribution companies in America like I went to all these different places I tried Netflix never found an email or a contact so I won't blame them for this couldn't find them they're like the Illuminati (laughs) they come to you you don't go to them they don't need you they'll like you and I'm like oh fuck that's fucking funny so I tried everywhere everyone said no Uh, all these people told me too controversial we'll do it but you have to cut this joke mm. we'll do it but you can't talk about this we'll do it but you you can't swear too much because it's gonna we want it to air at seven thirty and all this kind of shit or or we'll do it for you but it'll only go on tv and nowhere else you can't post it and i was like well you know what fuck this then none of these cunts are gonna let me do it i'm doing this for me and my fans so i thought i'll crowdfund it because um, i'd seen lil dicky crowdfunded his album that's how he did yeah, it. Nobody right. wanted the weird Jewish comedy rapper. Now he's like one of the biggest in the world off, Dude, he's off the album that he made. Amazing yeah. too. That album that he crowdfunded, huge. Went like number one. Snoop Dogg is fucking on it. You know, from a crowdfund. So I was like, okay, well, I can do that. Maybe I'll do a crowdfund for a comedy special. And I started I got in contact with this producer. I worked out that it's gonna cost me thirty grand. I was like, fuck, I only have fifteen. That's all right. I reckon I can raise 15 and then I'll just have $0 and that'll be fine. I'm used to being broke. That's how I grew up and I don't need money. I can do that. So I go and I plan it all out and I film this video and I'm like, this is what I want to do. What I want to do is I want to release a completely uncensored comedy special. I want to do a $5 digital download. So it's just five bucks and you get it and you can download it. You can watch it. Um, no, no, bullshit about like region locking you're only watching in australia or it's only yeah, on dvd yeah. i was like you give me five bucks you can fucking watch it on your phone on your laptop wherever you want so i do that and i go i've i'm paying for half all i want is 15 grand and i'm putting 15 that's cool. up and i knew i could raise 15 i was like i can definitely do that i've got enough fans i can do that shit i raised it in a day i was gonna say how long did it take in a day i got 15 grand fuck that's cool bro the week i had 30 and by the end of it I had 50,000 US dollars I broke the world record for most money raised for a crowdfund. it's the biggest independent special ever made in Australia and then I've released it and just this year it passed 10,000 copies sold wow and 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 it's fucking great that's awesome bro it's incredible I still think about it and I'm like what the fuck and that was that was from that shit of just doing fucking four years of stuff for the fans being honest telling them when i was broke telling them when i was doing well giving them shit for free and trusting that one day i'll ask him for something and they'll step up and they did and that now it's in stores i bought it i got from fucking from that bro it's crazy it's like it's called death threats don't scare me and it's far and away the best thing i've ever made and uh if you want to watch it it's on my website i'm watching it tonight gypsy bro 20% off for I'm you I'm not even gonna use the fucking code it's only five bucks You, the code's <laughs> optional <laughs> I'm I'll not be honest use it's the code. optional <laughs> people um, love a good code though but that's that's probably the thing that I'm most proud of that I've ever done and that's like you know the I won't ruin it but like the filming from, from the planning to the crowdfund to the filming to the performance of it to the finished product it's like the one thing I've ever made it's so rare when you make things for a living it's Mm. the one thing where I'm like I could not have done that better that's fucking awesome It's, it's really cool so if you'd like to watch it, go check it out.
0: I'm going to watch that shit tonight. Sweet. Well, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing it again. I definitely sure. think we should do. Um, yeah. get a little Lukey in here as All well. All right. Well, I'll see and, you next uh, week then. Yeah. Is it this week or next week? Oh, this week. This
1: week? Yeah. You'll still be here? Yeah. Well, I think I leave on Saturday.
0: We got our, we got our warehouse party on Friday night. Fuck, you guys should come to that. Maybe Am I might be busy. I, I have might said be that. busy Friday. Oh, this will come out after. So fuck you. No one's rocking up <laughs> at our warehouse. We're doing a double denim. We do this blowout fucking warehouse party every Sick. year. Okay, and it's double denim. I'm filming
1: during the day. If I'm not, no, it if starts I'm, at
0: night. It, it's open all okay. for a long time. If
1: I'm free at night, I'll come. That'll be fun.
0: It'll be fucking outrageous. Sweet. It'll be last year. We mm. um, kept it core. Cool. We had. We used to have a like container out front of the warehouse. Sick. And one of our buddies, we we lifted. This yeah. a 450 motorcycle onto the roof and we we did a burnout on the top of this fucking 40 foot so container so illegal that's yeah. great and then we smashed it we had a um we had a Cortina, like yeah. an old Cortina out the front. Is that a bike? Uh, like a car, a like car. an old yeah. old car.
1: I'm so not a car engine bike guy. <laughs> I don't, like clearly, I don't have my license. I can barely identify a Toyota, man.
0: <laughs> That's so fucking. Dude,
1: if 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 I was with someone and an I Uber's saw, a
0: type of car, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> li- literally. If I saw someone get hit by a car and it was a hit and run, that guy's never getting caught. Because even if I saw (laughs) the color, what it looked like, broad daylight, that guy's getting away because I'll be like, ah,
0: it was yellow. Had wheels. Was it
1: a Toyota? Ah, was it a sedan? Is that the one with four doors? I don't know anything about cars, so <laughs> scot
0: free. That's awesome. But yeah, we had like this old car out the yeah. front, and then we put on like ACDC Thunderstruck, and awesome. everyone got on the car and just like fucked up the
1: car. Dude, <laughs> like, there's nothing funnier than smashing shit. It's weird, isn't yeah. It? It's the best.
0: Super fucking weird, yeah. But yeah, so that's our. Uh, it's our annual. We have like cool. We've got guys from mm. like. Basically the number one dudes Mm -hmm. in every discipline of motorsport racing in the world flying in.
1: Okay <laughs> I'll like, see you there
0: It's fucking lose I'll see you there You won't And the best bit is yeah. You won't know anyone I won't Like There's like Really famous fucking people yeah. In their thing You'll have no fucking clue Who I've, they I were I will
1: know Not a single person I, I, Like I would literally be like Are you like a? Have you won the gold medal In dirt biking Is this in the Olympics <laughs> I would have no fucking idea Like <laughs> no It's awesome, the, the Red Bull Special event thing That's what I want i am like Fuck you must caveat. be able to do backflips or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> only thing is, you have to wear double denim.
1: Okay, I'll have to. I have to go to Pacific Fair, get myself a jacket.
0: But your Gucci belt will. Great. Still come. I'll in wear that like, around my fucking head. Fuck yes. Yeah. yeah, it's just the weirder the better. Great. All so, right, I'll see you Friday night.
1: Cool. <laughs> see you later, guys. Thank you.
0: Oh, did it. That Thanks. was great. Thanks, bro. I Hope you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, that was awesome, man. Fuck, how long did we
0: do? Uh, two forty. Awesome.
1: Yeah,